With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are listening to an all games radio network broadcast of allgames.com. This is George Romero. You're listening to ZombieCast. This is Greg Nicotero of The Walking Dead, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Danny Joe, and I'm listening to ZombieCast. You better be listening to it, too. Well, you are if you're hearing me. So keep listening. Yo, monkeys, it's me, DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, the king of Bada Bing, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion, and, of course, Billy Ray Snapper and Devil's Rejects. And you, well, you, monkey, you're listening to the zombie cast. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Bang! Hi, this is Norman Reedus, and you're listening to Zombie Cast. Zombie Cast. Hey y'all, this is Lou Temple, you know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and I'm here to tell you, zombie cast, stay tuned in, you follow me? And thank you, that guy, for introducing another episode of Zombie Cast. You're tuning in right now, I don't know Sean Spiel, if you don't know, this is not Sean, this is Matt Bradford, one of the co-hosts of Zombie Cast, and I'm joined tonight by... You are not. Ted. Sorry, I know this is it's unorthodox. We usually have a preamble by Sean. I kind of got caught off guard. I was in chat. But we are here tonight. Sean is uh, laid up. We send all, all our good wishes and vibes. He, uh, he threw out his back. What, what he's was old it? and he threw his back out. Uh, he did. Long dipperitis. Finally got the best of him. All that, <laughs> all that front weight that he's he carrying was, around. He was, he I was told you that was dangerous. He was but... and he threw his back. I told, we should, I told him he shouldn't bend that way. you got to bend with the knees, yeah. Sean, not the back. Right? Well, you get to a certain age, you can't, you can't carry that weight anymore. you got to kind of use two hands. you got to maybe <laughs> sit down once in a while. I don't yeah, know. Two yeah. hands. Dipper, is that anything? Dipperitis? I like that. Dressings. It's, it's long dipperitis. There's there's acute dipperitis, which is what Sean has, and then there's regular dipperitis, which is what like you and I have. And then yeah, where is that? Well, actually, no, I, that's not what I heard about you, Matt. I heard you. If you were to ever get the dipperitis, it would be very long dipperitis. Oh, say, I thought you were going to say like micro dipperitis, which no, is wasn't awesome. that wasn't there a whole thing of VGO where it was revealed <laughs> that you've got like a nine inch wiener? I mean, Ooh. I'll go with that rumor. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I, I, I know. I'm, I'm not even joking. I thought there was, and, and, and there was a whole thing, and and uh, and Michelle was like, "Ooh," and John was like, "Oh." oh. You know, I personally love this rumor, and I, I hope you're telling the truth that this is a thing. So I swear I heard that. So that was I don't know. I'll confirm it with somebody later. Well, this is, this is, <laughs> how are you going to confirm? I'll send you a pic. Well, I mean, he is the father of the first one, right? So he has a connection. <laughs> 
Wow. So you also talk about that when you were getting together. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was fathering your first child. Uh, uh, that came uh, up in conversation. Mariana, Mariana was like, this is okay, but let's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to I'm gonna have to level with you about something. I was like, God damn it. I mean, this is good and all. I mean, you're, you're handsome. Anyways, this is weird. So you're, You look good from the neck up. Beyond that, it's a total mess. This is not the time where we talk about our dick sizes. We actually, uh, Back there up. typically, typically this is where Sean tells you, uh, you can listen to us on Stitcher, uh, tuned in, <laughs> iTunes, wherever you get your podcast, you can probably pick us up. So if you do, Dipcast. Uh, what's that? Dipcast. Dipcast, Dippercast, which is the new network of just dippers. You have to be invited to that. And if you do listen to us, we'd really appreciate a review. Uh, it can be bad. Leave us a bad review. We, we learn from, uh, criticism or leave us a good review. Or just, uh, you know, just uh, get in touch with us. We're at uh, ZombieCast World on the tweets. You can find us on Facebook as well. And uh, we love hearing from you guys. We've also got a voicemail now, don't we, Norma? Yes, but don't ask me what the number is. Don't ask Norma. <laughs> oh, She's going to get it to you <laughs> by the end of the show. Christmas Day. Um, in the- maybe. I have been moved from one room to the next, so I'm uh, a little unprepared with that. All her knowledge is in one room, and yes. she moves to a different room. It's so gone. when I left it, I left it. So, can we start the show by talking about one of the best shows on TV? Well, not TV, Netflix, because I think we've all seen it by now. Mm-hmm. Yes. Taking mm-hmm. the world by storm. Well, before I do, let me, because he's probably just sitting there going, um, <laughs> when am I going to be introduced? We've got oh, a yeah. special guest tonight to fill in for Sean, uh, who again is waylaid with gibberitis. He is uh, our good friend, <laughs> Gabe. Gabe, say hello. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey. Am, I, am, I, am I a special guest by now, or is just one of these guys that kind of... Uh, Hangs out in yeah, a special right. club and just uh, waits for an invite. Well, you're you're a regular who gets specially guest invited. Okay, yeah. drawn up. I'm the He's annual Comic Con. Um, got your beat uh, map. Yeah, beat reporter. How's that? I'm the annual Comic Con beat reporter. Yeah. So, Gabe, you went to Comic Con and you just got back. I did, and we're gonna hear. Everything, because like if you follow Gabe going to Comic Con, it's like he's a magnet for all these cool things that happen. Yeah, because I've said many times the bull. I met Gabe two years ago at Comic Con, and I I got there and I texted like, "Hey Gabe, where you at?" So we met up, and Gabe's like, "Dude, guess what happened? Thirty seconds when you showed up, and he's flashing pictures of like Andrew Lincoln and Norman Reedus and Christ and everybody was there. It was like, what the fuck? Well, I'm happy to say that I have a. Third year of running into a Walking Dead member, but we'll talk about that later. Um, that, it was it was pretty. It's a pretty cool story. So Bob Stuckey, Bob Stuckey, no, uh, good old uh, Merle Dixon, Merle Mike, Dixon, Michael Rooker, Michael Rooker. Let's quickly talk. Yeah. Let's quickly talk about Stranger Things because I finished that series, and we'll try not to spoiler because Gabe hasn't seen it. And Gabe, you really got to watch this show. Yes, I, I, I am. My, my plan is to watch it. Yeah. You know what? I think your boys would really enjoy this too. My totally. boy or my boys? Both of them or? Your boys. I think okay. you're both your boys. I mean. Okay. I don't, there's, you know, just a little part where they're kind of making out and here and there. So that may be, I don't know how you feel about that. So maybe that part. But other than that, it, there is a little bit of a creepy factor here and there, but like uh, gentle. So if, you know, if he can watch Monster House, I think he would be okay. The monster's pretty creepy at the end though, but that's, it gets kind of intense towards the end. Spoilers. Sorry. Spoilers. <laughs> well, you see the monster in the first episode. I'm just yeah. kidding. Yeah. No, I, I gotta watch it. <laughs> I'm just kidding, dude. It's such a good show. Like, it reminded me about it. of all those. And when I was, like, growing up, it reminded me of those movies I'd watch Sunday evening. Just, like, a fun monster movie slash, like, kids going on an adventure. It was just such, like, an yeah. innocent horror show. I loved it so much. 
It's definitely, I think I said last week, it's definitely feels like they, uh, they, these are people that grew up sort of like we did watching Poltergeist and Gremlins and Goonies and Monster Squad and they, they said, okay, uh, early 80s Steven Spielberg and then they wrote outwards from those two ideas. Cause it's, it's definitely like, it's like, it's the Steven Spielberg TV show that we've always wanted and never gotten. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's and, even, exactly. and even the font, the people love the title. It's like, I've never seen the, just the, the title logo of a show be posted. Like, it's amazing. It's, they just straight up ripped off like a Stephen King book <laughs> right. title. Yeah. And, and it's, it, yeah, but it's awesome looking. And the music too, the, uh, oh my like, goodness. The music type, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, it was just very, very well done. I'm yep. trying to find Michael Caldwell from the XD Experience. Wrote it in such a great way on Facebook. I'm trying to find it because I want to read it. Um, like his quick... Like a love child of so-and-so and so-and-so. Yes, it was just so well said in just mm-hmm. a short way. Here we go. Stranger Things. This so, is by Michael Caldwell. Stranger yeah. Things was amazing and very well shot. The Goonie meets Stand By Me meets Monster Squad with government conspiracy. Stand By Me is very, very Stand By Me-ish. Yes. Yeah. There was a train track scene that reminded me exactly of Stand By Me. And I and love right. Stand By oh, Me, so that'll yeah. be perfect. And it's set in the 80s with that Steven Spielberg spit polish on it. A must-watch <laughs> for everyone. And I thought that was just so well put together in just a few short sentences. Yep. No, that's good. So, and, Sorry? I just want to say, Matt, you said this, and you're so on par. The acting with these kids, these young kids, yeah. is just incredible. Like, I really felt like I was standing next to them and going through this adventure with them. And I don't usually like kids in shows. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't care too much for them. But yeah. like these kids, I would watch them again. Like, I can't wait to see them again because that kid without the top row teeth. <laughs> I love yes. that much. Sadly, the problem, they're doing season two, and I hope they have the same kids. He's going to have his teeth back by then, probably. Uh, <laughs> he's going to be able to pronounce stuff. That's not fair. Aww, well, I don't these. know. He <laughs> might have by the time he's 16. <laughs> we have a couple of seasons. Because he acted the shit out of that role. Like, all those kids were such good actors. I know. Oh, my gosh. It was great. It yeah. was so good. But you're right. You also touched this last week about Winona Ryder. Because I wasn't far into <laughs> to see that, but her... Her acting, it was just aggravating. Like, I understand. <laughs> you're right. You know, as a parent, you're going to be on freak-out mode. But it just seemed like her freak-out mode was at the same level. It didn't have any any meat she to her Yeah, acting. she didn't have much depth beyond, like, wide-eyed, I'm panicking. I right? think a lot of people Where's complain you? about her. I didn't have a problem with her. I but I, like, really? I said last week, uh, we were talking about, like, great panicked mother moments in movies and I said I think the best ever is E.T. The da, 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 da. <laughs> and then she turns and says oh thank you to the police. It's yeah. like but I, I actually uh, one of the best movies ever made The Exorcist. You want to see a Academy Award caliber mother who has just had it. Yeah. Watch, watch the Ellen Burson and The Exorcist. It's like she acts her ass off. It's like <laughs> that poor woman. Oh my god. <laughs> well, like, did you think, like, out of all the entire cast, where would you rank Winona in terms of, like... Ooh. She's not high. The best in the show is the cop. Probably. Yeah, he was great, eh? He did a Schlubby great cop. Yeah. Because he was a hero. Like, okay, anyways, but, yeah, he, he, he did really well. I love the brother. I thought he was okay. cool towards the end. Um, Mike was awesome. Mike was great. Yeah. I thought, uh, oh, what was his name? Justin... 
was uh the black the kid. boyfriend oh black no boy. the little boy little boy <laughs> what's the his little... name oh well, by the I way don't... i have to learn their names because i don't know i was just so enthralled like mike and will were the names that kept coming up over and over again so that was uh, yeah the Will's only the missing kids they said it like a hundred million times i think did you guys and then nancy is the sister she's real thin by the way like <laughs> you know i'm glad i'm not the only one that noticed that because i'm like <laughs> This girl needs to put on a little bit more of me. I mean, she's very pretty, but I thought that somebody was just going to touch her and she was going to snap. Super pretty, but like her against... We called the boyfriend Bathroom Steve at our house because like the first note she gets is like, meet me in the bathroom, Steve. So we just called <laughs> yeah, him Bathroom Steve. basically just horn it up for the dude the whole show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I liked him, though. He's, he yeah, he's of John Ralph, he's, It's actually a boyfriend who's not a, usually in these shows. They have... They, they do have the cliche thing, but I, I'm not going to go into details where you have... Yeah. There's the the girl who has like the loser guy that likes her, but she's dating the asshole, yeah. right? You know that type of thing. But the but the asshole was not that much of an asshole, really. Yeah, you know, it, it, like they have like some kind of wonderful in all these movies. They do that, but the guy that's supposed to be an asshole is not so bad. Do you guys watch yeah, Parks and Rec? No, I've seen part a little bit of it. He reminds me of John Ralphio. If, if anyone's listening and they know who John Ralphio is in Parks and Rec, this is like a mini John Ralphio, and. Um... I don't know all the characters were great. I just uh, Winona compared to everyone else. I just felt like she was wasn't as much, but whatever. Does this show uh, does it hook you right away? Like yeah. The, oh yeah, okay. oh yeah. Okay, that's one of the things that I want to make. Like sure. the first thirty seconds, I'm thinking I should not be watching this Home Alone right little, now. The opening <laughs> is a little shade. The opening scene, but then it goes into kids in a basement playing Lord of the Rings or Dungeons no, and Dragons, and it's very Dragons. like, oh, this is like old. This is OG. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> the demigog, and then it got easy, and then there are a couple moments that are a little intense, but easy intense, I would think. I was getting a little nervous. I, I won't lie, but you know, I got a little teary eyed. Yeah, Moby song came on towards the end. Oh, I don't want to sweep the ocean. <laughs> I'm here. I was going singing with the Clash. I'm just yeah. like loving this whole entire soundtrack. Yeah. So is, how, how many episodes is it? Okay. And they're like forty-five minutes each, so it's like right. it, it's like they filmed them the length to have commercials, you know. Because like, all three of you minutes. finished it. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. Cool. You'll like it. We, we're on par mostly when it comes to shows. We love Mr. Robot. We love. We hate okay, Fear the cool. Walking Dead. Yeah, we hate Fear the Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, season three's coming up. Oh, I yay. didn't even watch that trailer, Norma. You linked me to it. I watched I, the first ten seconds, and I was like, I don't even feel like sitting through this trailer. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I watched the I watched the real Walking Dead trailer three times, but I couldn't watch the Fear one once. I just saw the I saw them in Mexico and talking about nonsense, and the kid was like, "Fuck, God, go again. yeah, we need to talk about that Walking Dead trailer." Right? That's let's talk about yeah. it. Let's yeah. Into it. All right, Gabe, give us your impressions. <laughs> um, I liked it. Right. I Matt, uh, he's <laughs> what's that? I, I liked it a lot, but the thing is. <sighs> Okay, I know Ezekiel and the tiger are intricate to the comic book, but was it just me or it just seemed pretty out of place for that trailer? Yeah, yeah. Ezekiel look he looked too he looks too comic booky. Too comic booky. Yeah, and the and the tiger there's a little what they Very call the CGI. uncanny valley going on with that one shot of the tiger where it's like something's not quite right with that tiger. Mm. What did you think, man? I'm curious because you've read the comic book and I have too. But 
some things I think kind of might be left for the comic book, and that may be one of them. But I know he's intricate to the story, so I think it's, you really can't keep him out. Well, yeah, I, I agree. When I saw him, I'm like, after everything was happening, if, if you didn't know the comics, you'd be like, what the hell is it? Did it change genres all of a sudden? Because it is, even in the comics, he's a bit over the top. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just like this sagey old dude with a tiger. It's like... Okay, whatever. But like the governor was, but they they uh, they Christopher Nolan'd him, where they made him like sort of a real world version. Real but this one, yeah. they just, they've gone full blown comic book with this guy. Yeah, well, yeah the governor the in the uh, he seems out of place to me. Yeah, the governor in the comic book looks like Tom Savini as yeah. a G.I. Joe character. Totally. Right? Yeah, I've said that all the time. He looks like he looks like a he looks like a, a, a general in in Cobra. <laughs> or something in the comic, yeah. and he even has like the, he's like the eye patch. He's wearing yeah, like this yeah. military vest, and he's in a tank. Like, but but yeah, that guy it just looked he looked too clean or something, and the light coming down. If I if I ran into that guy, I'd be like, dude, really? Yeah, yeah. You, know, you need to get over yourself. So should Ezekiel have like a cat instead of a tiger in the show? Then just a, just a. No, I, I think you got to go with the tiger. But <laughs> I, like I said, I think maybe just it just seemed very. Uh, comic booky during that trailer. Well the trailer's kinda it's kinda hindered by the fact it can't really show any of the main cast, right? Yeah. yeah. Or else yeah. people are gonna be like, oh I guess he's not dead. Well it's funny because I was thinking as I'm watching this, so they do a uh, for those of you who have not seen it or are a little unsure, it's like a recap of all the characters in past scenes mm-hmm. of these um of the seasons. So it's kind of bringing you back to Giving a little glimpse of each one that could be the potential. But victim, I, I, right? I laughed because like every character is like over the seasons how they've evolved. Then it gets to Sasha and it's just like three <laughs> three cuts of the exact same scene. She looks exactly. The same. <laughs> it's like yeah, we realize she's kind of been not really. <laughs> yeah. Right. Did you notice at the end they had an over? They you know they obviously had to focus on Carol more. Carol's still doing her. I'm just gee golly gosh. Yeah. Thing and uh, mm-hmm. Morgan whatever, but. They had this weird like montage of Tara right. at the very yeah. end. It's like five straight shots. It was like, no, it, look, Tara's not going to happen, guys. You need to get over it. Yeah, and 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 Tara, because we all know you're wondering what happened to Tara. <laughs> I don't. It's like, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> you know what everyone thought in that scene? Like, oh yeah, she's in the show too. <laughs> Either she's going to die during that that episode, or she's going to end up getting uh, going back to to like the whole Negan. Uh, Factory area. Oh, no. Here's what happens. Okay. So Negan's like, eeny, meeny, miny. And then just at the end, Tara wanders into the camp. She's like, <laughs> I literally was going to hey say guys, that. <laughs> Matt, Matt uh, predicted my joke. Where'd it go? He's going to walk in. Guys, I found you. Walk in his car. <laughs> the backswing's going to get her. Like, oh. Yeah. Well, I, I guess like, I, I like that version. I guess that's good enough, right? That's a sign. If I've seen one. <laughs> <laughs> Looks kind of pregnant too, so we'll call that a twofer. <laughs> twofer. A twofer. <laughs> that's that's a double, isn't it? That's a that's a preemptive. So next time I gotta beat one of you, I'll uh, we'll just let you off the hook. This is a twofer here. Uh, you know what? You know what's annoying to me is I. You know we laugh about all these horrible, dumb it, that they play. People have played right into it, going on and on about we've got new facts about who Negan killed, right. and it's on and on. I think I saw the dumbest of all time over the weekend, Matt. And uh, IGN, and this was after I'd seen the trailer, so I was like, bullshit. Bullshit. They had a headline that said, We break down who's still alive in the new Walking Dead trailer. Oh. And I thought, 
they didn't show any of the people on the ground in new footage, IGN. That's a bullshit clickbait article headline. It's so fucking ridiculous. You're going to say, well, we know Morgan, Carol, and Tara. They weren't on their knees, IGN. Yeah, none of us were thinking Morgan. You know one of us right? thinking that, you fuckers. And then they had um, Negan, another thing where people are dumb enough to buy right into it. Did you see the interview with Negan on uh, IMDb with Kevin? No. They had Negan, Rick, Glenn, and Daryl were in four chairs. Kevin Smith is interviewing them, and he's like, come on, guys. You know, who does Negan kill? Come on, wink, wink. You can tell me. They're doing that shit. And Negan is laughing. He says, uh, no one on this stage. <laughs> oh, and now people are like, okay, he didn't kill Glenn. Oh, yeah, he might have been just fucking around. Right? I think that's a confirmation he did kill Glenn. <laughs> yeah, me too, actually. You know they prepared. They before any of this stuff, they were like had it like meetings. Like here's how to talk yep. to the press. Here's how you can mm-hmm. joke about it. Yeah. Absolutely, these are the words you cannot say. Right. These are the words you can say. Right. You know, really watch your eye contact and your body language. And yeah, Daryl, mm-hmm. stay off Twitter because you ruin shit. <laughs> yeah, Daryl, you. What about up. that glitter episode, Gabe? You saw that glitter moment in person, didn't you? Which one? The one where um, Andrew Lincoln tries to. No, get... no, I, I didn't go to the Walking Dead panel. No. Oh, uh, see, so you didn't get to see that. I didn't Back get to see. That. To I did see the video of it, but I didn't get to see it in person. No. Yeah, it did backfire because apparently uh, Norman Reedus had done it earlier in the week. He had. He killed, yes, that was he, great. He poured. It was like a million degrees in Georgia, and he poured. He knew. I think he knew Andrew Lincoln's gonna have to drive all the way home with his air conditioning on, or else he's gonna burn to death. So Norman Reedus poured a whole thing of glitter in his AC. <laughs> so Andrew Lincoln had to drive home with glitter blowing around his car, and he said he was covered in sweat, so it all just stuck. Uh, <laughs> but the and crazy then he got, thing is, yep. <laughs> and then what's funny is he said he got home and he spent thirty minutes cleaning up all the glitter. And he's like, okay. And he said it was like blazing hot. So he turned on the AC again and a whole bunch more glitter. <laughs> yeah, he actually went. He didn't go back home. He was on his way home. But he um, he stopped to like a little place where they have those vacuums where you kind of pay to vacuum it out. And yeah. he spent like 20 minutes in the um, boistering heat vacuuming everything out. And he finally got in the car to cool off and turn on the air conditioning to only have a whole bunch more burst into his face. And then I guess he went somewhere and um, – now the people in the town were calling him Glitter Boy or Sparkles. Or Strip Club Boy. Yeah, oh that, I mean, that works, too. <laughs> I mean, I call him Mariah all that Jerry. sweaty body and, oh yeah, well, let's not go there. But anyways, so, you know. Arnold's <laughs> about to go into Andrew Lincoln's sweaty hot yeah, body. Tread lightly, tread Rick's lightly. Rick's got a dipper. <laughs> Well, anyway, he tried to do, he tried to get payback on Norman Reedus by blowing glitter in his face, and it just he has that big ass beard, so it just kind of backfired. He <laughs> did, blew it up, and he had gold glitter on his beard. Aww. So he's like, "Well, that did not go the way I planned it at all." Nope. <laughs> and then like Norman hugged him or something, so it was like more on. Can we um, talk about uh, Norman Reedus? It's something I've noticed a trend. Yeah, that guy loves kissing Andrew Lincoln way too much. They're pretty bromance, though. It's, like but it's not like buddies. Every picture, he is kissing Andrew Lincoln. It's like he kisses Andrew Lincoln a lot. They could be. Who knows? What if it came out that Andrew Lincoln and uh, Norman Reedus were gay? On the show or in real life? In real life. It could be. Mm, you spend yeah, that much time be. in the apocalypse yeah. together. I mean, I've never seen a, 
uh, Andrew Lincoln with a significant other. Yes, look, look at Ennis. Is he married or no? All I'm going to say is Elton John and Liberace were both married to women at one point, too, so anything's possible. That's true. That's true. They could bring that to the the show. That would be uh, that would satisfy a lot of those fanfic. Uh, maybe maybe Michonne gets the bat <laughs> in the head, and then Rick is like, "All right, I give up on women in this world. <laughs> I mean, I've had been burned too many times." Then Daryl brings him a sex apple, and he's like, "You want to give this a go, Rick?" Let's do and this. Daryl, yeah, Rick Rick's up there in the room, like staring out the window, sad, and he looks over, and Daryl's leaning in the wind in the door, <laughs> eating an apple. He's like, "Rick, I just wanted to come up here and." Talk to you. He's like, where'd you get that apple? <laughs> you know what that apple. Of your apple. <laughs> it could be, it could be, and then they they each bite on opposite sides of the apple at the same Aww. time. So aside from uh, Daryl's sex apple, that trailer, and it, it goes back to that uh, shitty um, clickbait article because right at the end of that trailer, there's a scream. So I'm like, I wonder if people are going to dissect who that scream can belong to because that would mean they're they're still alive, right? Like, it's, right. it's a reaction scream. It's like, ah! right, like, no. right before it fades out. So, but they do tell us that we will see who dies at that opening scene. Yeah, and it better be brutal. I better see a skull come apart. <laughs> oh, man, I've never seen an eyeball on Lucille. Yeah, yeah come I, on now. That we saw new zombies too. We saw sand zombies. Huh? Ooh, that's true. That looked pretty cool. Sand, sand zombies. Sand zombies. Sand. It's a pretty racist term, Gabe. But whatever. Yeah, Gabe. Uh, oh. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's what I'm here for, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, do you guys mind getting into Comic Con then? Are we? Uh... No. That's a good segue because that's pretty yeah. much where they show these big trailers at. I mean, did you guys get a chance to catch a lot of the trailers that were announced at Comic Con? I saw Justice I I saw League. All of them. I saw Justice League, Wonder Woman, Kong Island. Kong Island looks good. Ooh. What What impressed you there? What What blew your nuts off? <laughs> Well, here's the thing about Comic-Con. You don't really get to see the trailers until you either go back to your hotel room. I mean, there you can, if, but you really don't see all that stuff until you get back to your hotel. When you're actually in the con, you're so busy walking around. You're set on a mission of where you want to go, what you want to do. Right. That it's not until you get back to your hotel that you kind of scroll through Facebook and get a chance to see what was announced. Because you can only do so much at Comic-Con. Um, right. You can't be ever. I mean, you figure one hundred thirty-five thousand people a day at this place mm-hmm. is uh, is attending. So That's ridiculous. And the, the thing I tell everybody to Comic Con is, when you go and you pretty much plan the trip, you pretty much got to carve out what you're going to do each day. Like, you got to go through the schedule and plan out. Okay, I'm going to see this panel, this signing. I'm going to get these exclusives, and then stick to it because if you don't. And you're you're lost. You could literally waste so much time doing absolutely nothing and see nothing, um, because you're so overwhelmed with how many people and how many things to do, um, how many things to do there is there. So, um, so if I'm a rookie, then Gabe, you're saying like if I just went there, I got my ticket. I'm just going to line up and just whatever happens happens. That's the wrong way to do it. Yeah, what you do is like say if you got tickets, you'd really literally have to go through the schedule and be like, okay, I'm doing the Walking Dead Game of Thrones panel. So what time is it? What day is it? Um, The only thing with those panels, the really big ones, the Marvels, the DCs, um, the Walking Dead, the Game of Thrones, the people camp out the night before for those. So in order – you pretty much got to tell yourself that, okay, if there's the the big Walking Dead – Game of Thrones, all the panels in one ballroom, you're pretty much going to lose all of Friday, 
and wait until Saturday, most of Saturday, just to just to get into those panels. Right. If you have tickets and you're strapped for money and you do want to see all these things, that's perfect. That actually works out really good. And if you're okay with one of those people that just chilling with other people, hanging out in a line for 24 hours and nope. once in a while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying there, there are people that do I mean they do it every year and um, you save a lot of money. You, you get to see things that most people don't see. But um, that's just that's not for me, dude. I, or I'm, Matt, you I, could I use your uh, zombie cast credentials to get a press pass and probably just Ooh, not wait no. at all to get to walk. Or, you can't do that at the nope, thing. Not at Com- well, dude, Comic Con. Really <laughs> gives the f you to all press. They really do. You're they're they're common folk the way we are. <laughs> Seriously, there's they're no plebes. there's no and unless unless you were like IGN, unless you were like uh, sponsor. Press. Yeah, yeah. Unless you were one of the big wigs that had had to set up Real to big. film it, that's the only way you're going to get in early. We're goddamn big wigs, anyways. Yeah. So what? So you went because you're big into the collecting the collectibles and kind of flipping them too, right? So that was your, one of your main missions. Yeah, and that's what I usually do every year to kind of pay for my trip. And it's also a hobby that I like to do. I think yeah. me and Normie had mentioned that we love flipping stuff, and it's just it's the the hunting Especially and the, the, the gathering stuff like that. Yeah. That's, <laughs> So um, yeah, dude. Uh, exclusives are really, really a big thing at Comic Con. They can they can free shit um, stuff you pick up can literally pay for your trip. Um, That's awesome. Let me give you an example. I went to the Gears of War panel um, on Thursday. Uh, Rod Ferguson mentioned that after the Gears panel, in a few hours, they were going to be at Nerd HQ, which is the children's museum across the street, signing uh, limited edition posters of. Uh, the Gears of War 4 with the cast, the voice cast, Rod Ferguson, um, and uh, I think I think possibly Major Nelson. But he wasn't going to sign. He was going to be attending. Cool. And that's where the Xbox booth was set up, where you could play all the latest games. You could play Gears. You could play Battlefield 1. Um, you could play Halo Wars um, 2. So he mentioned at 5 o'clock they were going to be signing. So me and my son kind of walked around. We're like, okay, well, let's head head that way. When you get to Nerd HQ across the street, you're allowed – you have to register with them. But you're you're allowed to get in free as well as long as you have a badge mm-hmm. and uh, attend any signings they have and get any swag they have. So Really? For yeah, no extra yeah. cost? You don't have to pay no extra night, cost. No, it's, part, it's part of you having your uh, – Part of you having the badge. You hear that, Walker Stalker? We love you. See? you hear that? <laughs> Dude, yeah, trust me. It's they, they hook you up if you have a badge. You can pretty much go anywhere off-site with a badge. Um, so when we got in, we waited probably another – we waited in line from four to five. So when five uh, came around, the whole cast showed up um, and uh, they started signing these posters. Well, they had a poster that was done by a, a comic artist called Tony Moore – that was a limited edition poster, and each of them were numbered, um, and there was only 300 made. And so we were number 18, 19, and 20 in line. Wow. So me, my son, and my me and my two boys waited in line. We got six posters total. They asked you if you wanted to have one of the two signed. So if you wanted the Gears of War cover art poster signed by the whole cast, then you wouldn't get the Tony Moore print signed. Or vice versa. Oh, wow. So what oh, I did yeah. is I, I told each kid to, to pick the opposite <laughs> so that we had one of signed of each. 
So um, we came home with six posters. This is just a, an idea of how how the flipping goes. Yeah, yeah. We came yeah. home. This is, yeah, this is we, uh, Gabe telling us how to rig the. Uh, the no, comic no, 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 Every, dude. Everybody does it. Everybody pays. Trust me. Everybody does, does it, and they pay for their uh, their their trip this way. So um, we get back last night. Um, at, start unpacking all our shit. You guys saw pictures of all the stuff I brought. Just just for shits and giggles, I'm like, you know, what? I'm just gonna put this these two posters up just to see if somebody would bite. So yeah. last night I took a picture of them while I was putting stuff away. I put it up on eBay for a hundred bucks. I'm thinking there's no way someone's gonna buy these two posters for a hundred bucks. Literally within ten minutes they were sold with ten minutes shipping, ten dollars shipping, and a hundred dollars in my PayPal account. Wow, that's fantastic! Yeah, for two free posters, and I still have four posters here at the house of the same exact posters. So. Um, so a lot of the free swag you get, and that was free. It was just these guys signed my 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 posters because I mean, of course I'm a Gears fan. I went in there and got. It was smarter this time because I had kids to do it. Whereas usually I go with my friends and they could care less about gear, so they never go to the panels with me. So I usually end up just with the two posters. Last year I was able to get Normie the poster signed, mm-hmm. um, and I'm sure she, I don't care what you do with it now. But if you ever wanted to get rid of it, you could probably flip that for a couple hundred bucks too. So. No, I hug that thing every time I pass by it when I go with my. To yeah, go I still have mine as well. So she hugs that thing like it's Andy. I Link. hug that thing. That's mine. Body. <laughs> yeah, it's priceless. So, um, but yeah, and and so that's the way to flip free swag. Um, it just so happened that I mean, people don't mind. See, here's the thing: you can you can you can have two rations of thinking. You could go to Comic Con, spend a lot of money on hotels, the tickets, the food, and everything. It's going to run you about two, three grand, okay, if you do it that way. So a lot of the people that buy online think, okay, well, I'm saving money. I don't mind spending $100 for these two posters because this guy did all the work. This guy waited in all the lines, and I'll pay 100 bucks for two posters that I wasn't there to get, but I really want them. So I'm actually saving money because this guy did all the work, and uh, he uh, he he sat through the line in the heat and so forth. All I have to do is just push buy it now. Mm-hmm. Huh. So, but see, to me, I like going to Comic Con. I like people watching. I like being at the right place at the right time. Which every yeah. year, the last three years, I have been. Um, so, to me, it's it's the experience. It's getting the stuff. It's stuff I like to do on the side. Um, and so, it just so to me, it's an overall experience. I, I you can't put a price on it. So, I even if I do spend a lot for the whole trip overall. I usually end up getting most of my money uh, back in all the stuff that I flip. Plus, I get the stuff that I want that I'm going to keep for my personal collection. Yeah, totally. So take us through. Did you see the um, the Walking Dead display as well then in your, yes. in your travels? Well, well, yeah. Well, when you go to the – I think me and Ted actually uh, met each other at the first Walking Dead display, which was the oh, yeah, prison. It was the prison. It was the, it was the tunnel too. They had a t- the yeah, tunnel that Glenn and them were in. It was the tunnel to Terminus, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it was something like that. So that's where me and Ted first met. So when you go on the convention floor, um, that's where they have everybody, every TV show in the middle or every network will advertise what 
their uh, what what they're there for. So you'll get The Walking Dead. You'll get WB. Will have a giant booth to promote like Gotham, Arrow, Supergirl. Um, and then you'll do the uh, Supernatural people, the Teen Wolf people. Um, this year they had this thing called the uh, Tomb of Apocalypse, where you could actually go to a giant tomb and do a VR of the X Men Apocalypse movie. They had a gigantic um, house to do the Resident Evil VR, and people apparently were coming out like shit in their pants. They said it was super, super scary. Mm-hmm. Um, um, because the way it was set up, that even if it's VR, you're, you're sitting in this VR situation, and you just, you could, you really, it's super creepy, and people were coming out like really scared. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and they had a Gears of War set up in the video game area. They had a whole Blizzard Entertainment, had a whole thing with Overwatch. Um, so, Different parts of the con have different themes. So you've got in the back area of one side, you've got video games. In the middle, you've got comic book uh, companies like Marvel, DC, Boom Studios, Dark Horse Comics. And then in between that, you've got vendors who sell comics, toys, um, etc. Then in the middle, you have the big Hollywood. You've got the people that are promoting Ash vs. Evil Dead, um, Nickelodeon, MTV, um, uh, Walking Dead, all that stuff's in the middle, and then in the back end, you've got more vendors and Artist Alley, which is uh, pretty much the artists that you follow in comic books will be there doing commissions to either a commission for you personally, or they'll they'll just be there selling their prints. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how the whole exhibition hall is laid out. Um, if you want to go to a panel to see The Walking Dead. Um, and so forth. You go upstairs, and even the smaller panels where me and Ted were at waiting for the zombie panel, you actually had to go upstairs and wait in line up there. So they, they break it down pretty well as far as what what's designated for what. Cool. So, Very cool. Yeah. Right, so, now, how is – I know you told me there was a lot of people there, but how overwhelming is the crowds or are the crowds? It's overwhelming if you've never been there before. Um, If you've been there, this is coming up on my 15th year. Um, I used to go back in the 90s where it was half the convention center and no TV. Hollywood wasn't even there. It was actually a Comic-Con. It wasn't actually actually a comic book convention. Um, Now it's more like PopCon. That's kind of what I call it because – the, the comic book guys and are kind of pushed in the corner now, whereas most of the floor is to promote your, your newest TV show, which I'm okay with. That's fine. Um, it, it brings in the crowd. It brings in the money. So it makes a lot of sense. Um, but it is overwhelming if you've never been there before. Um, and you can't do one day. You can't do one day if you don't know where you're going. If you okay. bought a ticket and you've only gone and you've never been there before – you will literally spend most of the day just so overwhelmed not knowing which direction to go. And you'll end up losing so much time um, and kind of screwing yourself. But um, you kind of need to go in with the plan and maybe talk to somebody that's been there before. Cool, cool. So Very cool. Now, you've probably seen all the trailers then. So what, what are you excited for? Okay, I saw a Justice League trailer. Um, Okay, we, everybody knows I'm the big Marvel guy, so uh-huh. it's, this is going to come out like I'm hating it. It's I what I saw in the trailer is that DC pandered to not only the audience, they pandered to the Marvel way. If the Ben Affleck that we saw in that trailer is not the Ben Affleck we saw in BBS. <laughs> I noticed that he's yeah he's very he's chipper. Got, he's, yeah he's chipper. He's got a little sense of humor to him. 
Um, it just it seemed very. It seemed like they were listening to all the like, oh, DC's too serious. It's so mopey. Everyone's walking around all mopey and all emo. Oh, no, it's oh, it up. They made so that's why mopey. that the trailer kind of. It it really seemed like they're pandering to the audience and not just sticking with what they're, with what what they want to accomplish. And Zack Snyder is again doing Justice League. He him along with Jeff Johns, who's in charge of the comic book division, and of course Warner Brothers. But um, this is going to be another Zack Snyder movie. Um, so, but the one trailer I did get excited for that looked pretty badass and looked with the tone was Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman looked yeah. fantastic. Nice. I haven't seen that she one. is going to, I mean, you're going to see a lot of little girls and a lot of women wearing Wonder Woman stuff. Cause that trailer looked pretty badass. I, I, I don't know why everybody hates on gal. Everybody hates on her for all the wrong reasons. Her boobs aren't big enough, whatever. It's like what? that. I think she's <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> what? Dude, I've seen her in person. Really, There's nothing to hate on. She is dropped dead. People this. hating on Gal Gadot. She is drop dead gorgeous, no yeah. joke. I mean, she even has a Wonder Woman presence with her. When you walk, when she walked up to that signing that we were at, she mm-hmm. just had this look. She was like sitting there watching her own trailer, but she had this presence of her, like she was Wonder Woman, like she was an Amazonian queen type of thing. And it just, I'm thinking, man, you you you're great for this part. You really are selling it. Like you, you're Chris Pine looked great in the movie too, as far as like. Being like the the comedy part, but still being a little serious, and I think they picked the perfect uh, uh, Steve Trevor for for him. But um, dude, I think she's gonna knock it out of the park. What did did you see the trailer, Matt? I haven't though. No, that's why I'm oh, silent. I, no, I've not seen it. I'm almost gonna I've... do that right. I want you to watch Justice League first, and then watch Wonder Woman, or vice versa. I just want to get your opinion. Well, you know, you I got I got Justice League, and it kind of it, it kind of interested me. But I can tell what you're saying, because it seemed like Ben Affleck was in that movie. Like, if I didn't know he was Batman, I'd be like, oh, what's ba- Ben Affleck doing in this movie? Because he just seemed, like, charming, kind of jokey. He didn't well, seem they, like Bruce Wayne. Is right. The funniest thing is when he, he's being all dead serious <laughs> with The Flash, and he's like, I'm recruiting a, a team of, of superheroes. He's like, I'm in. He's like, you are? I like The Flash, though. I dug I The Flash. I thought that guy was good. I don't, know any, see, I don't know jack shit about The Flash at yeah. all. So I just, as that guy, I thought that guy's funny, like, being this whole... But I don't know kind anything about the Flash, so some people might be like, "This not the Flash." But yeah, well, it's not. Here's the thing: is Grant Gustin, who plays the TV Flash on the CW, I love that show. He's the perfect Barry Allen. Yeah. So anybody they put in that costume for the Justice League, I've already got a bias against him because <laughs> yeah. Grant's done such a great job. I'm pissed that they're that Zach isn't bringing the TV universe over because yeah. they've done so much stuff on that TV show and they've pushed the limit on, on DC lore that to me, it's, it's pretty, uh, it's kind of like a big F you to all the work they've put in and thinking, Oh, we know we want our own flash. And yeah, I understand they you're doing it through like a multiverse thing right. where you're like, Oh, well, this is a different universe, but all within the same universe. Um, but to me, that's a big cop out because Grant, it's one of those things where, like, we don't know how well the Flash TV show is going to do, so let's not cast this kid yet. Right. Um, and now, and and also being on the CW hurts that show a lot. If it was on uh, maybe CBS or Fox, I think uh, I think maybe Grant might have gotten a shot to be um, the Flash in the uh, in the cinematic universe. But I think him not being in this kind of hurts him, and. Uh, I don't know, dude. I, I'm yeah. Ezra Miller seems funny. 
Um, Barry Allen's not really a funny guy, though. Um, he's very uh, he's, well, he's uh, kind of he's Grant Gustin. He really is. I don't see anybody when I read the comics. I see Grant as Barry Allen, and I don't see Ezra Miller, this new Flash that they're using. Um, and he does have an injustice type. People are calling it like the Power Rangers costume, but if you played Injustice, the Flash looks identical to this um, okay. costume. You've seen the new Injustice Two? They're wearing like yes. battle armor. It's They're all ridiculous. Transformers in a way. Yeah, they look like Transformers. But yeah, the thing is, like, the general public will consider the movie that—that's the real Flash because that's more people will see the movie than watch the show. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And so that's guy, sad because the show yeah. is fantastic. Awesome. So what else? What else? Just oh, man. Take us through it. I know. I know. Can I just say like... also how much I love a, a song that I think is one of the best movie themes I've heard in a while. And I was so happy to hear it is at the end of the Wonder Woman. That song. There were people that hated on that in Batman vs. Superman that it was out of place. That was awesome. I, I got chills when she dropped out of the sky and that. Yeah, that's a, it, that that song in BVS is still one of my favorite uh, theme songs. It's amazing, and it's like they use it again, and that's just going to be her theme in all her movies. And I think it's I think it's amazing. Can we talk when about? I'm oh, sorry. Oh no, go ahead. I'm done. Well, no, but Su- Suicide Squad. Um, okay, that's that good segue. <laughs> well, because you're talking about um, soundtracks and that. 21 Pilots is it? 31 Pilots. Yeah, 20, yeah, 21 Pilots. Their song "Heathens" is one of my favorite songs right now. And they made that well, directly for uh, Suicide, Suicide Squad. Well, um, the 21 Pilots, the Bohemian Rhapsody, the uh, Ballroom Dance, Ballroom Blitz. Um, there's a new song out from Rick Ross and Skrillex called Purple Lamborghini. Dude, this soundtrack is going to be super, super hot. Like if, if, you, if you look up the track list already, it's, it's pretty impressive and it sounds – it's pretty badass. It actually makes yeah. sense with a lot of the uh, trailers that we've seen. Um, and speaking of uh, Suicide Squad, I—I uh, I mean, from the pictures you guys saw, I was able to uh, hang out at the signing and and yeah, and, and meet uh, good old Deadshot Will Smith. Man, that was uh, that was pretty surreal to to be a part of that. And right on, uh, right on. It's kind of a long story, but if you guys want to hear it, I can totally. Uh, now we'll pass. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay anyways, hear, no, okay. No, how did you how did you meet Will? Okay. Well. Let's see. This was when did this happen? Saturday. Okay, Sat- Friday and Saturday is when the big panels, uh, the big signings are. So it's either Marvel, DC, Walking Dead, Game of Thrones, etc. Um, have their big panels those two days because they know that's when most of the people attend the con. Um, makes sense to do it on a Friday and Saturday. So um, I got a little birdie. A friend of mine told me that he was attending a party that night. It's Sideshow Collectibles. They make like really intricate statues and I posted pictures of that. Well, he was at the Sideshow party and he he was told like, hey, um, tomorrow about noon, uh, why don't you guys just kind of go hang out by the DC booth um, and and just see what happens. And so he – he can't. He actually. Uh, this friend of mine bought me an exclusive figure that I wanted. He gave me this little tidbit and – my son, I go, well, who is it? He goes, well, just kind of hang out there. He goes, it's either going to be Wonder Woman or Ju- or Suicide Squad or possibly Justice League. So my son, who's a huge Joker Harley fan, he was like all giddy, like, oh, my God. Really? <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah. So oh, God. I had just Joker. bought that. 
that toy that I bought for my friend was humongous. And I didn't want to carry that piece of shit all through the con. I'm thinking, man, this thing is like 15 pounds. It's super awkward. The box just, it just, it's, it's real. It's a really awkward box to be carrying around. I'll be bumping into people. It'll be destroyed by the time I get back. So I told my son, look, we parked pretty far, but I know you want to see this or, or you want to be there at the DC booth. Go wait in line. Just kind of hang out by the DC booth. I'm going to go run to the car, drop off this, uh, this box and I'll be back hopefully in time. Um, sure enough. I went, dropped it off, came back, and nobody was really at the DC booth. But my son was kind of hanging out there, just kind of looking at. They, his they had no, no one had any idea. He was no one had him. no idea. No. So when he was at this roped off area, all of a sudden, you see the security guys rope another section off. But my son was at the front, so he was still hanging out. So they never told him to move. Nice. So um, you see a giant podium, tables start to set up. And you see a stack of posters flipped upside down, so you don't know what's going on. So you're thinking, oh, it might be just like a Jim Lee or some really popular DC artist. But the way they had it set up, you're like, no, they did this last year when I took those pictures of Ben Affleck. They did the same thing. They didn't tell anybody that the whole uh, BVS crew was going to come down to the to the to the exhibit hall. They never told anybody. This was kind of a surprise. Um, so we thought, you know what? I bet you they're going to do the same thing again. So. I ended up moving up with my son. I saw a friend of mine that I usually go to the con with. I told him, hey, I think this is going to happen if you want to hang out. Let's just hang out. So as we were hanging out, more and more people started showing up. And the (laughs) press, Entertainment Tonight Canada was there. Actually, I think they taped us. So um, they they were. So if you you watched the Comic-Con of Entertainment Tonight Canada, we were probably on the segment. No, we were probably all on the segment talking. Yeah, and – so uh, IGN started showing up, Fox, and, and everybody at Warner Brothers was showing up. And then so the big wigs at DC started showing up. They're like, oh, shit. So Dan DiDi, Dan DiDio. Did, do I Diddy shut up? Do I Diddy. He's the head of DC Comics. So he shows up, and I'm thinking, oh, shit, something's big's going to happen. Oh, Freeman Daddy 7's online, guys. It could be one of his kids. <laughs> I'm just saying on Xbox. Just pop oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Continue. Okay, so then um, that was about – an hour before anything went down. So more people started showing up. We had this, uh, we had these two ladies and their two children in front of us that uh, kind of knew what was going on. Um, and they, they had heard some rumblings too when it, because they wanted to see Will Smith because they were big fans of him as well as um, I think Jared Leto or whatever, but they didn't know anything about the Wonder Woman. So they said the Wonder Woman panel was from 1130 to 1230. So we were there. We were, we were in line from probably 10.30 till by the time everybody left, it was a total of like three hours. Yeah. Wow. Just standing there. So at 11.30, at 12.30, we hear like a giant roar in the whole convention center. We hear like people just <laughs> clapping and just like, ooh, like woo, woo, woo type of thing. And so there's a – right above the signing, there's like a 15-foot area – like a mezzanine area where people can look down at the whole crowd. So the first thing you see is Gal Gadot pop up in that little uh, area where like press and everybody, they're doing interviews and she looks at the crowd and starts waving. We're like, holy shit, there's Gal Gadot. She's like literally from me, like 15 feet away, but up in this giant podium because the table we were at, we were in the front row. Yeah. Does she um, have light literally coming out of her? Uh, 
My wife doesn't listen to this, but yeah, she did. Man. She, <laughs> I, I, I she forget that. I, I, I always forget. Just, dude. <laughs> I got to see her in person at Conan a couple of months ago, but I, I mean, I wasn't that close. But I, I for, totally forgot about that till just this moment. I have seen her in person. But. She's on my top. She just got yeah. bumped. There's a few girls that just got bumped, and she's, she's in up, my top five. Maybe. Yeah, she 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 just entered that top five. You know who stuff. also has entered my top five, which uh, may come as a shock to some. Who? Brie motherfucking Larson. Larson. Captain Marvel. That was another She was in there before Larson. Captain Marvel. I've, I've always thought she was... Like, I don't know, when I watched Room, she's kind of hideous in that movie, but it's like, mm-hmm. I just thought she was so amazing in that movie. That movie made me, like, sob. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know? her... The Captain Marvel, she's she'll pretty much be the Wonder Woman of the Marvel Universe. I mean, they don't have the same history, but they're just... They're badass women with that are pretty strong as hell, so... That that that'll be that'll be interesting to see how they do her up. Well, I thought it was either going to be Blake Lively or or Brie Larson would have been. I perfect. Do like, do you see the photo she posted where she she had like the like the low cut shirt and the Captain Marvel hat <laughs> that went viral? Yeah, it's like good googly moogly. <laughs> googly moogly. I know our I know our buddy Sean Iams loves him some Brie Larson too. So. Can I ask you a question, Gabe? Um, Is it related to Brie, Mar- Brie Larson, Matt? Because if no. not, they don't want to hear it. <laughs> we, talked, we talked about this a little a couple weeks ago about Jared Leto's uh, Joker. And every time I see trailers, because I'm, I'm interested in Suicide Squad, but I feel like I'm going to get annoyed by Jared Leto's Joker. Yeah, oh, like, someone's gonna you no, I think you guys are going to love this guy. You agree with me though, Ted? Like, I feel like he's gonna be a dick instead of like. He was on this. Joking. They showed a new clip of uh, he, they were on the Conan O'Brien show, and they showed a clip, and it's the clip where he, he's driving the crazy purple Lamborghini, and Harley Quinn's there, and Batman jumps on the roof, yeah. and he's just doing the laugh, but it's like it's so he's like. Ah. <laughs> I think you guys are gonna love this this Joker. I, I really I do. Know. I think it's just because I I love the really dark Joker. I love the really dark calculated, but this one. J- Leto's Joker seems just very much like that annoying kid in class who just needed to make noise all the time. Okay, well the guy, the guy that made this movie, David Ayers, he's made some pretty dark movies. He did Training Day. He did The Watch. Training Day was a comedy. Yeah, it was sure. That was only Denzel. Oh. <laughs> when they shot Denzel like eighty. Oh my god, I laughed yet. so hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When 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 Ethan Hawke was uh, begging oh, for no, life no. when they had those guns in his face. <laughs> <laughs> I was and like, you guys do know the the gangbanger that held him in the the tub with the shotgun is the guy from uh, Fear the Walking Dead, the main character. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the the Mexican guy that was all tatted up. That held uh, that held uh, Ethan Hawke in the toilet. He's the, we, dad? the dad. He's uh, what's his name? Um, is it Trevor too? Yes, Trevor. Trevor. Yeah, it's Trevor. Trevor. There you go. There yeah, he's go. got really short, slick back hair. He plays like this gang banging Mexican of. Uh, well, watch the clip. It, it, he, I mean, you'll you'll see it that oh yeah, that's him. But when you see it from Fear of the Walking Dead to Training Day, completely different. I don't think I'll ever watch another thing of uh, Fear of the Walking Dead, so I'll take your word. <laughs> I'll have it on in the background. But you're, you were saying – so you, you have faith in uh, Jared Leto. Oh, dude. I think Jared Leto's going to knock it out of the park. Here's the thing with Joker. Um, and I said this a long time ago, I think, on ZombieCast or some one of the shows we had. Joker is um, – the Jokers that have been portrayed in the movies are pretty accurate to the times we live in. Okay. Um, so they they do a good job of that. If you think about the Caesar Romero, the uh, the the Heath Ledger, the Jack Nicholson, they're all representative of kind of like the time and era that we're living in, and they do a pretty good job. I think right now the time we're living in with the whole 
I don't know, just everything really in your face, very socially driven, very blingy type of. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. It just I think this Jared Leto is going to fit perfectly. Um, that's, a good, that's a good point. I'll, I'll yeah. come back on later and eat my words if he sucks, but I have a feeling <laughs> he's going to – I think he's going to – I think he's going to kill it, and I think you guys are going to – I think we're going to be like, wow, he's going to – he gave uh, Heath the run for his money. I, I really did. Oh, it's not really a problem, but I first – they revealed his voice. My first thought was he's – that sounds an awful lot like he's doing a Heath Ledger impression. Because he kind of yeah. has the same, like, you know, I uh, I want you to see my new toys. toys. He's got come on, come on. Well, he kind of has to go off of some reference. He can't yes, really change he does. It too, too much. He has to go off of – I'm sure he's watched tons of uh, tons of Joker footage and probably hopefully read. Apparently, this guy went super psycho when training, uh, when go, yeah. getting into the role. I mean, sending used condoms to That's the right. cast members and stuff like that, so – well, hey, here's a segue for you. Uh, yeah, that's how Matt's wife got pregnant. Remember last week? <laughs> yeah, that's Jared Leto sent a used condom. Tomato and a yeah. little baby's gonna co- oh, baby's gonna come out uh, with green hair. One thing led to another. Hey, uh, uh, Lego Batman movie. I saw the trailer for that, and it tickled. That's the only thing I didn't see it was it good. My funny bone. Yeah, I, I love those. <laughs> I love those Lego movies. Be one of them, but it it looks funny because the first one was funny, like legit funny. So I think this is gonna. Uh, Michael Sarah plays Robin in it. Oh, that's perfect. I like that. Yeah, and, he, and Robin's just this annoying kid who's just so like so <laughs> hyped up to be Robin. Like he's just got adopted by Batman <laughs> by accident, and you now he's just like he's just having the time of his life. And I don't know. Check it out. It's hilarious. I, I'm definitely going to watch that. That's cool. Yeah. So back, real bit, real quick, back to the uh, the whole signing and how we met Will Smith. And oh, stuff. sorry, I didn't even. Oh, no, 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 no. I just, I, I really wanted to get this out, and then yeah. you guys can ask me any other questions. But yeah. so uh, the director, first, the first thing they do is that they get everybody ready. Apparently, in order to get your poster signed by the cast, you would have had to been awake like at two thirty in the morning, be in line by three, and wait to them to give you a wristband, which oh, wow. would get you into the. WB Wonder Woman signing later on at the time that we were at. Okay, so we we weren't we weren't able to do that, but we were able to get something probably just as good, kind of like the whole uh, Andrew Lincoln thing. Most people slept overnight to see Andrew Lincoln in a podium, whereas I'm six blocks away looking for parking, and I run into the guy and take probably one of my favorite pictures I've ever taken. So it's was just, Andrew was Andrew Lincoln six blocks away looking for parking? Uh, he might have been. Fucking cheap ass AMC. Give me a fucking pass. Andrew had to sit. Uh, Andrew had to sit, sit, sit on the sidelines this year. It was all about the, the Suicide Squad. Yeah. But anyway, oh, so Andrew. so she comes out. Uh, the director and she introduces the the girl that's going to play her mom, who I don't know who she is. She introduces Chris Pine, and then she introduces Gal Gadot. So they all four come out. They sit down. They start signing the posters. Girls, some little girls are dressed up as Wonder Woman. I mean, she's Aww. she's very classy, and the whole cast are, have this kind of like royalty look to them when they're signing. Kind of like it's just very business where they're Dave's but they're talking. They're very friendly. They're not rude or anything. Where the Suicide Squad was completely different, which kind of makes makes a little That's sense. Rude. So. <laughs> So you get about 300 posters they had to sign. So we're taking cool pictures. I sent you guys all the pictures that I got of Gal and Chris Pine and stuff. She never came out to the crowd um, the way the way uh, Will and the other ones tried to do, or way Will did. Um, but she was she was really uh, 
she was really gracious of, of people showed up. There was actually a few people, from what I've heard after looking at the uh, YouTube videos, a lot of these new people had never been to Comic-Con. Um, I know she had, but there's a lot of people in like in the Suicide Squad when I saw these clips uh, today on YouTube that this was like their first time. So she got up and we knew, okay, we got to still stay here because something else is happening. So they clear out the table. They put about seven or eight water bottles and they put these black um, these black uh, panels or these black little stands with, but they don't have everybody's names, but you know something's going down because there's too many water bottles and stands with, with names on there. So we're like, oh shit, this is sweet. So while the Gal Gadot signing was going on, I guess the Suicide Squad uh, panel upstairs was going on. So same thing that happened after they left. You hear the crowd roar. The first person to show up was Jared Leto. He was up in that podium again taking pictures. If you get, I want you guys, when you get a chance, go to the Uncanny Expos page and look at the video of all – one guy posted an Instagram video of all the people who were there in that hall waiting for the Suicide Squad to show up. Mm-hmm. It was literally three to 4,000 people all huddled up in that one DC Comics area. Um, the, the the video that I posted will show you guys how how many people there were. It was just insane. Um, and here, here's the thing, guys. I'm going to kind of go off a little tangent. It's kind of scary. Um, no, think about it. At Comic-Con, they, they don't check for anything. People are in cosplay. Oh, that's true. People have bags, gigantic bags. Um, to me, I'm thinking, I know it sounds really like, sad to think that and it, but I think it's kind of the world we live in you can literally like for instance like at that Suicide Squad panel you could have taken out thousands of people if you had just walked in with like a Hasbro or a Mattel bag and like a dirty bomb and you could have literally killed thousands of people with oh, no wow. problem that's because crazy. there's no that's, that's the thing there's no metal detectors at Comic Con they don't check that's your bags creepy. they don't check your bags there's no metal detectors I think the why, why they don't do it because more. They don't do it because think about it. How many people are coming in as cosplayers as like, like military people or Bane or Kylo Ren or what? You know what I'm saying? Like people are coming in with costumes that they could easily be packing this stuff. And uh, you imagine and, I, ISIS shows I, ISIS like bomber shows up in a Kylo Ren costume. It's like this <laughs> awesome Kylo Ren cosplay. Like Kylo <laughs> Ren runs a muck at Comic Con. <laughs> And thinks people, yeah. And people are walking around with fake guns. So what's to say that somebody? Did, I mean, it's just one of those things when you're in line, you kind of think like you're very vulnerable to something like that. Well, Gabe, something I've always thought about. You know how they? One of the dumbest things I've seen is at conventions, they you can walk around with a fake gun as long as it has a little orange tip on the barrel, right? And no one bothers <laughs> you. And I've thought. Why doesn't a guy just buy an actual like assault rifle and just get some orange paint and just it paint never, it into the no. barrel and then nobody will bother him? Nobody would do. Nobody would bother the guy. It's Seriously. so bizarre that that's that is the that is the, the the justification for he's carrying a very realistic gun, but look, it's got that little orange paint paint dab on the tip, so it's fake. Yeah, it's just, it, never, it's one of those things when you're sitting there wasting time waiting for people to show up and you kind of. You kind of look at where you're at, and you're like three or four thousand people around you, and you're thinking, "God, I am really vulnerable right now. Like, this could—I mean, this could easily go wrong really, really fast if it wanted to. Like, somebody could really come in and do some damage. I don't know. It just—it's some of the things I guess you think about. But back to uh, back to this whole. 
Jesus. It, seriously, it's one of these things you do yeah. think about. But um, well, so when so moving, Jared moving on shows, back to happiness. Yeah, back to happiness. Jared Leto shows up. The crowd goes crazy. He pulls out his phone. He starts filming everybody in the crowd just to kind of get it for for his for his memories or whatever. Um, and then all of a sudden, you hear just the crowd go nuts. So what they do is they usher from the back end of the convention center where like the receiving dots are at, where people like where no one's allowed, they bring in like the cast. So they'll usher them in with tons of security guys um, up to that one podium where they're going to do the signing. So sure enough, man, right, right. You got right when Jared Leto was there, Gal Gadot was still up there. And I took pictures of that as well. And I showed you guys, um, I tried to get as much as I could, but at that time, they were showing the new Suicide Squad trailer above the table, um, which had which that new song Skrillex with Rick Ross called Purple Lamborghini. Right. Watch that the trailer too; it's actually really cool. Well, they start showing that. So Will Smith, Viola Davis, Jay Hernandez, all the, I mean the guy that plays Captain Cold, Killer Croc, they all go up to the top podium and they're looking at the whole crowd and they hear that song from the from the trailer and they start dancing and the crowd gets going. Dude, it was just so electric <laughs> in that area. I was like, man, this Will was hyping up the crowd like I mean. Whether people wanted Will in this uh, Suicide Squad movie, the guy knows how to sell himself. And he yeah. he's such a down-to-earth, like, really nice guy that he just – I don't know. He, after meeting him, I'm really pulling for the guy. When he was announced as, as a dead shot, I was thinking uh, – I was, I, I was very apprehensive because I'm thinking, you know Will Smith is like, time to save the world. And he comes out with these little clips that just one-liners in all the movies. Welcome to Earth. Yeah, well, yeah. Which he never actually says. <laughs> he said, he said, welcome to Earth. And people always say it's Earth, but he did say welcome to Earth in the Earth, in, yeah. in Independence, Independence Day. Independence yeah. Day. But then he people change it to Earth for some reason. Yeah. So I thought, man, this, this, he's going to hurt the Suicide Squad. Cause <laughs> no, dude, after meeting a guy, I am so pulling for this guy. Cause he, dead pooling. Oh, such, such a good guy. So, okay. So they, same thing happens at the whole, the, the David Ayer comes out first. Introduces the whole cast. So, um, Margot Robbie, the girl that's going to play Enchantress, the girl that's going to play Katana. I don't know any of their names. Um, Jay Hernandez was playing Diablo. We got Killer Croc, Captain Flat, Captain Cold, Rick Flag. Um, shit, there's a there's oh joke. Jared Leto's Joker, Margot Robbie, Holly Quinn, and, and of course uh, Viola Davis as Amanda Waller and. Uh, Will Smith is dead shot. So they all sit down, start signing. Well, midway through the uh, – I mean we're getting really good pictures and we're literally like seven feet away from them because we're in the front of the row because that's where we were stuck for those three hours in that front of the row. We had this this two ladies and their two kids yelling the whole time about to Will. And I think a couple of times he heard – but um, I think there was so much press in front of him that they didn't. They fine. didn't. Um, yeah, they just. He didn't have the the whereabouts to do that. So during the signing, um, he gets up. So he gets up and he wants to start making his way. You know, like when you see stars will get up and they'll start like from and and the security starts freaking out. Like, what's he doing? Like, what? So he starts getting up and starts coming to the crowd where we're at. And he starts high-fiving people, talking to people, and the, the security is going crazy. Like, 
he's not supposed to get up from his chair. I mean, he's supposed to just sit there. And, but he's Will Smith, man. So he's like, he's like, I don't, I don't give a shit. I think that was the first time Will Smith's ever been to Comic Con. Will Smith is a product, not a man. He can't make yeah. his own decisions. And I think he mentioned that. If you look at the video that I posted when he was right in front of me, I think he kind of said something like that. But he started talking to those kids in front of him, saying, "You guys having a good time?" and who have you guys met and stuff like that? So he comes around. He stops in front of me, my friend, my son, the two women, and their two children, just in front of us, just like right in front of us. He starts talking to us. My son in his backpack has the Suicide Squad comic um, in his uh, that he wanted to get signed from the guy that the actual artist. I said, "Dude, pull out your comic book, and I'll, and I'll do my best." I got my sharpie that we always have in the bag, and I just kind of put my hand out. Right in front of Will, and sure enough, dude, gets my gets the sharpie, signs the comic book with with his name. Dude, my son was like on cloud nine, knowing that. I mean, he, this is the one movie he really wants to see. He's 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 in love with freaking Harley Quinn. He loves Joker. He has all mm-hmm. kinds of shit. Joker. Now you guys seen my son's post? He does. Yeah, yeah. I think he gets kind of annoying. Where he, I'm the guy that posts a shitload of Marvel Super stuff. My son annoying. does the yeah, yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> He's no, no. pretty artsy though too. No, I don't artsy in a derogatory. Like he's very crafty with his. Uh, super yeah, he's too. he's he really wants to he really <laughs> wants to help make these movies when he gets older. He wants to be involved either in Disney. He wants to he wants to make video games. He wants to do anything when it comes to the art design of it. Kind of like I think I mean Ted, you're I mean you kind of like in graphic design too, right? Yep. Yeah. So I mean, I, pretty much what my kid wants to do too. So. Um, he so he was like on cloud nine getting this comic book signed, and the the funny thing is, guys, is that of the four thousand people, he stopped at us. He <laughs> went back to his booth. He got that plate that had the signatures of of uh, of his name with, and so he came back. He gave those two little kids in front of us. This, cool. He signed that black plate where it said Will Smith. The kids were on cloud nine too. He gave it to them. He went back to his chair and he never signed anything else. That's so of the 4,000 people, we were the only ones in that whole area to get something signed. Oh, fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's just kind of like – it's really surreal the way that it worked out. Like last year with the whole Daryl Di- – uh, Norman Reedus thing, showing <laughs> up in that SUV and just kind of like, hey, Daryl. Like I told that story, the whole Andrew Lincoln thing. I'm just thinking, man, it's – being at the right place at the right time. It's like the Comic-Con gods have been looking down on me for, for being there for like 15 years straight. That's that, so that, cool. That I'm getting these things handed to me. I mean, because think about it now. 4,000 people. If you look at that video, the one person that got something signed was me and my son. So that's uh, that was really cool. So during the whole signing, my son starts yelling out, Margo. She looks at us, waves to him. So he puts those pictures up. <laughs> that's Same so thing. Cool. So one of the guys in the press is hearing us talk like is, – is hearing us talk like, hey, we want to talk to – we're trying to get a Jared – one of the guys in the press was so cool. Turns around and says, here, give me your phone. He gets my phone, takes it right to Jared and asks Jared Hare, can I get a picture real quick? Right in front of him and that's the picture you guys get. So he had my phone. That's Jared so posed cool. for him. Yeah, he just like had that look on his face, gave me back my phone. I'm thinking, man, this dude's a badass. Like he literally – no one else has that picture either. Like right. nobody, dude. I'm thinking, holy shit! Like that's amazing. I mean, this was free. Yeah, yeah. We waited in line for three hours, but dude, that's priceless. That moment is is. I'm gonna I'm gonna have that for the rest of my life. You can't get that moment back. I mean, that's you can moment, never yeah. give that moment away. Exactly. <laughs> 
So, Nerd. Yeah. I'm just kidding. That so Gabe, I have a cool. serious question I really need to ask. Uh, who, that, that is who, who is prettier in person, Gal Gadot or Jared Leto? Oh, good question. <laughs> good question. That is a tough question. Yeah. Yeah, look, somebody's putting up the pictures in our chat. Sweet. They'll Those change the subject, Gabe. We <laughs> uh, dude, uh, like I said, Gal's in my top five. I, she, dude. <laughs> What's your top five, Gabe? Let's compare. You used to be Matt. Olivia Munn. She just got knocked out by Gal Gadot. Oh, there you go. The she same totally one. got knocked out by Gal Gadot. Um, let's see. Who else was on my top five? It's kind of pitiful if I can't remember my top five. There's so many people <laughs> living out there. Um, I'll, I'll tell you in private because, honestly, I can't. I don't want to hold up the, the, the show because I, I, it have to give me some time to. Uh, have you heard the show? You're not holding up anything. <laughs> I got a question while we're waiting for Gabe to remember and tell us. <laughs> no, I'll tell you guys in private. Okay. I, I really can't remember right now. <laughs> uh, did you see any of the Blair Witch coverage? While you- I was going to ask you about oh, Blair Witch. Dude, going back to that, uh, Ted had posted something about that during the con about people it being revealed that it was the Blair Witch. I knew nothing about that, and they didn't even show say anything about that while we were at the convention. Yeah, it was a big root, and they did kind of did like the Ten Cloverfield Lane thing where. They say, we've been conning you all for a year. This is what it really is. And it comes out in two months. Cool. And it's, uh, yeah, I mean, I I love The Blair Witch. The first one is in my top something-something favorite movies. I saw it four times in the theater when it came yeah, out. Yeah, I saw nice. it like three times when it came out. I helped, nice. I helped buy uh, Eduardo Sanchez, all that Star Wars crap he's oh, got. Oh, my God. Uh, that was really I, one of the first found footage films, right, that really it, took yeah, off? It, 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 like, they had... Uh, Cannibal Holocaust, like in the seventies yeah. or eighties, but that was sort of the one that it wasn't the very first, but it's really the one that started the whole thing. But um, yeah, so I think the new one. I'm happy that it's it's a direct sequel to the first, and it's uh, Blair Witch Two, which I am in the camp that movie was insanity. I don't know what the fuck they were thinking. <laughs> is uh, didn't happen apparently. Good. Um. In my what? Too, Did you guys not uh-huh. find it? What? Well, the Blair Witch 2. Blair Witch 2 was like, hey, what did everyone love about the first one? It was found footage and creepy and totally non-Hollywood. So let's just make a normal a Hollywood, Hollywood movie. Yeah. And what's so <laughs> dumb about it, the opening like 10 minutes, Matt, you might agree, was the best part because it was like a documentary about the fallout from that, that that footage being found and the movie being released. Right. But then after that, it's like, oh, this is going to be good. Then it goes, it didn't even make sense. And it was called Book of Shadows and that had nothing to do with anything. And then, and it's, it did the thing that I really hate in movies. Human Centipede 2 did. The first one was just a movie. Yeah. So Blair, in the world of Blair Witch 2, the Blair Witch Project it wasn't real. It was a movie. They went and saw in the theater. Uh, and I don't, I don't like that. And that's what Human Centipede Two did. They're like, Part One, which was a way superior film, didn't happen. It was just a film. Yeah. Wait, that's what they did in the second one. Yep. And then the third Human Centipede says that Human Centipede Two was a movie. So, so it's a movie. Oh, with, the wait. first one's a movie within a movie within a movie. Uh, so the thir- this one coming out then, it's it's back to found footage, back to like the vibe. Yeah, it's the plot is the brother of Heather Donahue. It's seventeen years later, and Heather Donahue's brother. Uh, get that like there's footage posted on the internet that somehow confirms she's somehow still alive and still in the woods. Yeah, so see, he, we we all sat down and watched those trailers last night, and I yeah. and I got that that that's he's looking for his sister. 
so he and his buddies go looking for her, and it's and all the all the earlier views, you know, a ton of people got to watch it. And what's cool is they aver- they said it was a movie called The Woods, and they've been talking about The Woods for a year, and then suddenly they come out and say, "We've been conning you. The Woods is actually Blair Witch," and uh, people didn't know. Apparently, they got invited to a screening of The Woods, and they're sitting there in the theater, and suddenly it's like Blair Witch. What the uh-huh. fuck is this? And yeah. uh, so it was a big thing, but um, all the earlier views say the movie is scary as crap. That's what like, I heard, totally too. bloody disgusting, Dread Center. Everyone says this movie's going to change horror the way the other one did 15 really? years ago. Yeah, they say it is absolutely... They said something like younger younger people will go see it and are probably going to have like convulsions watching. I don't know. Oh, Reason wow. reviews, they're nuts. They're nuts. No, I, I really want to see this movie. Awesome. Okay, so I'm looking at a list of other trailers that were released, and I just want to get... Okay, I'm going to play a game with you, Gabe. Okay. Give me a 10-second impression of these trailers. 10 seconds? <laughs> yeah, 10 seconds. Ready? This, is, this, is yeah, this isn't horribly awkward. I ain't doing no improv. <laughs> then we're going to pretend I'm going to be a guy at Comic-Con, and you're going to improv meeting. <laughs> no, 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 no. All right. So I will... go, ahead, go ahead. Unless you actually do an impression of the trailer. You know, like... Okay, uh, actually, if any of you guys uh, have uh, seen it too, you guys uh, will take turns. Okay, uh, Asterix, Mansion of the Gods. Did you see it? No. Okay, <laughs> Bad, Bad Santa 2. What? No. Okay, Doctor Strange, the new trailer. Yay! That looks fantastic. <laughs> Ten seconds, go. Okay, that is going to be batshit crazy. It's going to be like a psychedelic type of movie that... Is going to be interesting in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm sure they'll tie it in because that's what Marvel does. But as of right now, it's uh, I was pretty blown away in the trailer. It looks very Inception-like. Um, mm. How do you feel about them bringing mysticism to the Marvel Universe? I love it. Okay, uh, I'll break that down real quick. Yeah. Marvel has introduced pretty much every type of genre within their – well, they're, they're still going. But everything within their cinematic. we got space with Guardians. We've got technology with Iron Man. Um, we've got espionage spies with Captain America. We've got now mysticism with Doctor Strange. We've got gods so, with uh, Thor. Yeah, yeah. We've got the, the mythology type of stuff with Thor. So it makes a lot of sense to bring this in too. I, I, he, here's the thing I heard earlier, and I don't think this is going to work. Apparently the Netflix – see, uh, Doctor Strange is, is a, an originally a defender – character well i don't think he's going to show up in daredevil jessica jones luke cage slash iron fist so yeah but he was an original defender so i think they're just doing the defenders by name but they did show those trailers as well did you guys see those i the saw trailers the defenders luke cage yeah iron fist and <coughs> defenders like teaser i they saw that all. i thought okay. it was pretty cool yeah okay yeah so dr strange yeah i'm really excited about that and i'm if they really bring his villain, one of the villains besides the guy you see in the trailer, his name's Dormammu. He's kind of like a demon from the other worlds. That visually could be pretty fantastic. Um, so I really hope they pull that off. Way over ten seconds, Gabe. You're not yes. playing the game. Right? This is not at all. This is, this is not. I forgot. This is Jesus. It's Jesus not a fictional ten, ten seconds. This is a legit, legitimate ten seconds. <laughs> but I'm glad. I'm glad you got into. Did anyone else see the Doc Strange trailer? Okay, no. But going on. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find you Them. Mean the Marvel Inception trailer. Sorry. That's right. Wow. Wow. Uh, It'll take at least ten Spider-Man. seconds for me to say the name of the guy who plays Doctor Strange. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch. 
Benedict Cumberbatch. I saw the new Sherlock trailer for the next season, by the way. Oh. Yeah, I heard that was fantastic. I hate that you have to wait five years for seasons in the goddamn show. It's, <laughs> really? That's yeah, not good. Yeah, every season's like been like two, three years in between. It's ridiculous. Oh, that would kill me if it was like Game of Thrones or Walking Dead did that. There's yeah, no way. I couldn't do it. No way. If well, uh, imagine if Walking Dead did that and we saw Negan. <laughs> uh, like find out in 2019 yeah. <laughs> and they oh, they come back and it's like why does why is everyone very uh, wait how come rick grimes gained 40 pounds in this one's from he, it, when he was on the knees last season he was he was 190 now he's 230 <laughs> okay go ahead Matt. oh Keep yeah okay on. jeepers creepers three. Oh oh shit didn't see it didn't see it didn't justice see it. like oh we were talking about that kong skull island 10 seconds go uh, looks fantastic. It, uh, I've always been a big, uh, Kong fan. Uh, Tom Hiddleston, Brie Larson, Samuel Jackson, uh, dude, great cast, John Goodman. I am totally down for that movie. Brie Larson's in that also? Yep. Yeah. She's in everything. Yeah. Good, good cast they've got so far. I'm, I'm, the trailer looks pretty fantastic, so. About, uh, Next. Train Spotting 2, did you hear anything about that? I heard that it was possibly announced, but I didn't, uh, hear, uh, Okay. I didn't see it. What's Legends okay. of the Hidden Temple? What's that? Mm, didn't see that either. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. New Harry Potter-esque. <gasps> Harry Potter! Uh, I I have a bag from Fantastic Beasts that I picked up, but that's about <laughs> oh. Okay, honestly, yeah, we're just collecting all the dredges that we haven't talked about yet, so don't yeah. don't feel bad that you don't know stuff. Uh, Snowden? <laughs> I saw the trailer. It's with, uh, uh, but I don't have an impression. <laughs> Snowden? Is that like a people stuck in a cabin? or uh, that's with, uh, what's his name? The kid, uh, God, the kid that was in Batman, Bat- Batman Rises, Dark Knight Rises. What was his name? The one that was the cop that we found oh, that was wrong. Oh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, see that? I only have him referenced from comic books, so, um, from comic book movies, so, well, Joseph yeah. Gordon-Levitt is 60, we're still going to be thinking, like, that, you know, the kid, the kid from 30 Rock. Yeah, yeah from he's the kid from Rock from the Sun. Um, so you're def- let's, let's get your impression of the Defenders trailer then. Well, the Defenders didn't show anything, but I did see the trailers for Luke Cage and Iron Fist and the, uh, I do, I, I'm, I've been pumped for this for a long time. Um, in the comic books, Luke Cage and, uh, pa- Iron Fist are actually really good friends and they used to have a comic book called Power Man and Iron Fist. So that actually makes a lot sense to to uh, connect him with Daredevil and Jessica Jones. So I think overall having them as the defenders in Hell's Kitchen is going to be fantastic. Did you guys see the trailer at the end? Uh, Stick was kind of talking to all of them from no. Daredevil. No. Cool. Watch watch those trailers. I don't like Stick. Stick's a dick. Sticks a dick well, you know. in the TV you guys show. Stick with him anyways. What a dick you are. Stick. <laughs> I'm trying to. Uh, Legion? What's that? The new... Oh! Okay. Yeah. I, I got a little... T- uh, okay, if you're an X-Men fan, Legion is Professor X's psychotic son, who oh. could be possibly the most powerful mutant in the world. But he Ooh. suffers from... Schiz- he's like a schizo. He just has all the mental problems. Um, but he's a pretty badass mutant. So, I don't know if they will acknowledge that he is Professor X's son, but if you look at the Legion logo, right on the end where it has the O, you do see an X there. And they do mention that he could be the possi- 
possibly the most. Uh, so it'd be like if Mr. Robot had mutant powers with his right. mind. It'd well, be like, uh, yeah. All right, I'm down so with that. So that could be a good show. Uh, okay, just a couple more here. American Gods. Now, I read that book. And the main actor in Neil that. Neil Gaiman, yeah, that looks yeah. fantastic. It looks really good. The book was fantastic. It's got a, it can go a lot of different <coughs> places. And it's a TV show, too, which I'm really interested in. I hope they stick to it, to the book, yeah. uh, whereas Preacher kind of is kind of all over the place right now. I like the show, but it's yeah. not Preacher from the okay. comic book. It's got elements, but it really isn't. Yeah. Uh, so I hope American Gods kind of sticks to that because it's a really good story if it's done well. Totally. All right. Well, guys, do you have anything else for our uh, main man Comic-Con guru? Oh, I got one little uh, – I'm going three for three on Walking Dead characters. I got to mention this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was leaving the con again, um, walking back to the car to either drop something off <laughs> because I don't think my son was with me. You got to keep um, this theme going back yeah, to the car. Yeah, I'm like three for three right now. Okay, right at the gas lamp district where it's a main street that's cut off. So it's a giant street that, that people walk in and out into the con. And they have these two barricades. Well, the two barricades were open. And I'm walking back thinking, okay, no car is going to come my way. Um, sure enough, man, this freaking blue, ugly-ass blue, powder blue sports car comes in between the barriers. I'm like, how the hell did they get? let this guy <laughs> get through the fucking barriers? I'm like, this makes no sense. Like – so the guy stops right in front of me, apologizes, like, hey, man, sorry, I, I didn't mean to almost hit you, because he almost did hit me. And I look, I'm like, dude, you're Michael Rooker. And he's like, yeah, <laughs> man. So shook his hand real quick, and then I walk away, I'm like, fuck, I didn't get a picture with this guy. Like, I was oh. so bummed out thinking, last year was, was Norman Reedus, the year before was Andrew Lincoln. I'm like, that would have been perfect to get a picture with him at that time, because the whole Gal Gadot, Jared Leto, Will Smith thing hadn't happened yet. That was actually the day before. Gotcha. And I thought, man, I'm actually doing kind of shitty on meeting somebody right now um, or running into anybody from The Walking Dead. I just don't think it's going to happen this year. And sure enough, man, I met Yondu from Guardians of the Galaxy and Merle Dixon from, from Walking Dead. So, so cool. Yeah, he almost ran me over. I'll, I'll take that. That almost, sound, that almost to me sounded like you are like, uh, well, I, God damn it, I didn't get a picture with Michael Rooker. Holy shit, that's Jared Leto. Fuck Michael Rooker. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I said. Other, that's that's what it sounded. That's seriously yeah. what it sounded like when you said that. <laughs> well, now I'm three for three. Walking Dead character. Last year's it was the 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 Ruben Blades from Fear, and it was uh, Norman Reedus from. Well, and then the year before it was all the Walking Dead cast. So Thanks. now I'm three for three. I got Merle Dixon. So sweet. Get the dicks. Dixon. Dicks. Yeah. So that was my Comic Con journey, man. So, what did you think about the little indie game Gears of War Four? I, I heard it's pretty shitty, but uh, I saw the new uh, map forge, which looked very, uh, very, very, very glowy and pretty. Good, the new map forge. Oh, okay, Ted, you played the beta with with in you too, Normie, right? Yes. Yeah, they guys uh, are the be, graphics like night and day better now. Dude, you guys are going to be blown away from the graphics. <laughs> this so is excited. next gen. They, they honestly, it was like an alpha we were playing because. This the graphics on this on the multiplayer maps when we were playing at the Nerd HQ were out of this world, man. They were so different from what we played on the. Yeah. Uh, I think what they were trying to do in the beta, they were trying to get the aesthetics right as far as the gameplay, and work on that. Not so much the graphics. So I think a lot of people were shitting on the beta because of the graphics. Mm-hmm. Well, the but, gameplay was oh, perfect. The, the gameplay was, the best was perfect. Playing Gears of War ever, but yeah, yeah the, the graphics. I was definitely perfect. like, this looks 
great, but it's Gears not... Gears 3 looks better than the beta. Yeah, it, it, I mean, nobody could deny that it just didn't look... It looked very <laughs> flat and stale. And then they then they put that picture up a few months ago saying, well, here's what it looks like now. And it was like a night and day side-by-side side of yep. the same shot of the harbor stage. So, yeah. Yep. That's exactly... Yeah, and, and they... I, me and my, they, they let you in in groups of ten to play the the uh, the new multi the map. Not it wasn't a new multiplayer, but just play Gears Four. And when we played it, it literally was night and day from from. It was the same map we had played, but it just looked fantastic. And I was like, all right, this is the Gears I've been waiting for. And while I was at the Gears panel, real quick, we got a really quick announcement that Jimmy Smits, um, they brought him in to. Uh, play Oscar Diaz in the new gear. So that was announced at oh, the nice. panel we were at. So, nice. yeah, so that, that, that was really cool to get. The, he actually came on video to say that he wasn't in town now, but tomorrow he would be at the, the poster signing. And I wasn't going to go two times to get two posters. I'm like, eh, that was kind of a pain in the ass to get the first one. So let's just, uh, let's just, uh, let's just get the one. Fair enough. Well, if you don't mind, I think uh, since we've got a half hour left, Gabe, please stick around. Are you cool to stick around? Or yeah, do you yeah, yeah. Can I just say awesome. something to Normie real quick? Yeah. Yes. Okay, Normie, you had sent me a message to get you that Shopkins uh, yeah. figure. Okay. Oh, boy, oh, boy. I, I'm going to tell you something. I freaking tried two days in a row. Let me tell you how stupid it was to get this fucking figure. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, in the vendor area where they have uh, – where they're selling everything, there's a booth that was selling a, a rare Pokemon figure – and the Shopkins girl, the little the little doll. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy shit, that's the one Normie gets. So I, I go up to the booth. I'm like, okay, I'll take one of those. It was it was 20 bucks. I'm like, I'll take – or 30 bucks. I'm like, okay. I'll take one of those and, and, and so far. I was like – he's like, dude, we're not selling them. He's like, what do you mean we're not selling them? He goes, you got to stand in this line of about – he goes, look behind you. There was a kid that had a, a, a stick and the picture of the Shopkins girl – and he goes, stand behind that line. He goes, you're going to get in line. We're going to call in groups of five. Oh, you're going to no, put no. your hand in a fucking uh, <laughs> in a giant bin. You're going to pull out. If you pull out the red what? ball, you get the chance to buy this figure. If you pull out the black ball, you have to go back in line. You get oh, killed. They, they, they did that shit and jingle all the way. For kidding God's me? <laughs> Dude, there was like three people that were doing that this year. And I'm thinking – gotta be fucking kidding me and they treat you like a little kid when you're in line and you're the next five they say okay guys everybody hold your hand up and walk seriously i'm dead serious they say hold your hand up so the usher can see you and bring you down so you can put your hand in a a bucket so i'm gonna tell you for you normie i went three times the first day i got all black balls second day i went four times and i got all black balls so i got all black balls and no There's a whole joke I'm not even going to I know, and I was waiting for somebody to say something. Come on. Norma usually, Norm, usually Norm is giving dudes blue balls. Yeah, you know, but this time it was black. What can I say? So, yeah, uh, I tried oh, my hardest okay. to get you that, those, that stupid that, figure. Well, I appreciate the thought. I'm like, oh, my gosh, now I feel terrible. No, no, no. Well, check this out. We were, the second day, me, my brother, and my son, I, I had them come with me to do it. Okay. And they kept on getting black balls. So while we're in line waiting, talking, I'm like, I just want to get curious how much this fucking figure is. Okay, you can purchase it for thirty, okay. but on eBay, people were selling it between one fifty to two hundred dollars oh. sold. Holy cow! And I'm like, 
if I get this, do I want to give this to Normie? I'm like thinking in my head, I'll just tell her I never got one. And then sell it on your page. And then sell it on eBay. No, I would, but I was really pulling to try to get you one. I really Oh, no, well, I appreciate it. My um, Ed Sanchez, actually, his niece is yeah. really big into Shopkins. Yeah. And I mean, she, it's a cool looking figure. It really is. I just, yeah. collection. So it was going to be a great Christmas gift. Oh, God, I really her. wanted to get it for her. I did. I tried six times. Three. Well, I appreciate One day that. and three the other day. And oh. I had two with me to help out. And it just, it just wasn't, just didn't happen. It wasn't, no, it wasn't meant to be. It was not meant to be. Gabe, what do you think? So that, of, go ahead. What do you think of the percentages of people there who are actually just like getting stuff for themselves or getting stuff to sell on eBay? Uh, getting stuff to sell and flip is probably about 75%. Yeah. Wow. The, the, you see, you could go in there and just say you want personal things for yourself and then you could probably save a lot of money. But if you know the market and you know how to flip stuff and you know what people are willing to pay, yeah. um, you can make a shitload of money. Um, I, what I found better than eBay now is Facebook groups. So uh-huh. say if you say if you like Funkos, you you go into the search directory and you put Pop Funko. There are groups out there that I belong to that all they do all day is trade and sell back and forth Pop Funkos. Wow! So you're not paying eBay fees, you're not paying PayPal fees because what you're doing is you're going into the direct messenger. You guys are are exchanging addresses. You're sending money back and forth to PayPal as a friend, friend or family. So there's mm-hmm. no fee. So you could literally kill on doing Facebook groups. So I, I belong to a Star Wars group, Pop group, Marvel Legends group, DC group. And I've sold and made a lot of money that way. Um, and I've also gotten a lot of stuff from my personal collection that way too. And, and eBay's kind of taken a back seat. I have a feeling of eBay's eventually going to die because of everyone doing through the, these social networks where they don't have to pay an arm and a leg right. um, to sell this stuff. So, can we talk about Ghostbusters before the end of the show? Because I know Norma, sure. Norma saw it. Did you see it, Kate? Yep, I sure did. I saw oh. it before I left to con. Can you guys do like a non-spoilery talk? Because I still want to see it. <laughs> I oh, like it. it. I know Ted hates women, so he's not going to see it. <laughs> so, I just... <laughs> is it a, he hates moves. <laughs> I don't think it's really a spoiler. I, I like women. I don't like cows. Uh, uh, we don't all condone this horrible body shaming uh, opinion <laughs> by Ted. I don't think Melissa McCarthy's fucking funny. There, I said it. I find there, I hilarious. said it. I find I charming and attractive. I, oh. She was good in this movie. She was good? Okay. She, she was, was very good in this movie. In fact, the new girl, I guess she's on the Saturday Night Live. I find her hilarious. True as well. I loved her. Kate McKinnon and Leslie Jones are both. Oh, my gosh. She's beautiful, by the way. Kate McKinnon? In Saturday Night Live, she's never attractive. But in the Ghostbusters trail, I'm like, oh, she's looking hot. She's you've like, seen her in interviews? Like she's like, what the fuck? Like, you wouldn't even realize it's you see her like doing Hillary Clinton and all these impressions, and then she's Yeah. She was like on Cohen and it's like, holy fucking oh. She's uh I, I didn't know she's actually uh she's uh into, into the chicks, right? I didn't know that about she her. Is? Really? That's what they that's what that's what I heard. So she's, I might uh, have a chance, is that what you're telling me? Yeah, and I, I heard that she there's a little bit of a lesbianism going on with her character in this movie. Like she's sort of given Kristen Wiig winks and things. It's like a little undertone to it. I can see uh, that. I just thought I could see that too. I just thought it was just because she's just a quirky personality and I mean once you see her in the movie 
you know, I felt like I actually related to her because her humor is like really dry and nobody really gets what she says. Well, she never like, really oh, went gaga goo goo over uh, what's his name, <laughs> the secretary. What was that? Chris Hemsworth. She never really went go gaga goo goo over Chris Hemsworth during the movie. And I mean, Whereas, God damn it, that's Chris Hemsworth. I mean, Jesus, the man's a goddamn Adonis. You, I had a, a duh moment. I just, I'm like, why do I know this guy? Why do I know this guy? And at the end of the movie, I looked over <laughs> to Mike and I said, hey, isn't the receptionist the guy that plays Thor? And he's like, oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> That's such a dork. I'm like, I'm like, I know him from somewhere. But, you know, I wasn't. He looks more muscularly as Thor, I guess. I mean, Pretty he's dope. got pretty nice pecs. But, you, you know. Yeah. So what, what do you give? What do you give the, was, the rating? I would give the rating out of 10. I'd give it an 8. Good. That's good. So it's I just a fun it, movie is what I hear. I give it an eight as well. Yeah. So, you know, and it probably maybe it, I do have the little damper on it that, you know, we have the first Ghostbusters and it's just such true to my heart. But I, I honestly sat thinking as I'm watching this movie, if my brother was here still with us, he would really like this movie okay. and he would like, like the cameos along the way as well. So that's, that's my little spoiler right there. There are some cameos. What's that? You're saying it's like a shot-for-shot remake or something? No, I've watched a couple. I've heard it's very, yeah. very similar um, in the how it rolls, how they form, how they. Yeah. You know, it's I have never, to say, I never felt that. I didn't feel that way either. I was getting little goosebumps and kind of like the ghost scenes, just the way they played it. It's another like goofy, funny, kind of like Shaun of the Dead. But even Shaun of the Dead kind of freaked me out at some parts, and um, so I'm like, oh my gosh. This is like funny, but I'm getting a little mm-hmm. scared. So, <laughs> I don't know. The ghosts were very a uh, haunted mansion type. Yes, yeah. yes, <laughs> that's what it was, and I'm and it was very like set up in a very goofy, scary kind of way, I guess. But it was still fun. The humor was funny. Um, can I give you one one little spoiler, please? Yeah, sure. Just one little spoiler. There's a part where they're all like looking for a place to kind of set up headquarters, and. They fall in love with this, with the fire, the little fire department, you know, no, kind of how like Bill Murray had and stuff. Yeah. Like, yes, we're going to take it. And then, you know, the realtor's like, yeah, that's about $2,100 a month. And yeah. Kristen Wiig's character's like, no, it's I have like to pay that every a month? month? Oh, yeah, something crazy. I have to pay yeah. this every month? She's <laughs> like, yeah. She's like, yeah, we'll find somewhere else. <laughs> but I thought that was funny. Because, you know, here's Melissa McCarthy and... McKinnon going all excited about this. They're like humping the pole. I just thought that was really funny. And they're all excited they're going to get it. And their lo- their little dream was crushed within 30 seconds. They're like, all right, That's time to move to a crappy place. And there's lots of cameos, eh? Yeah. Well, I was going to say, do you feel I – my understanding is they have pretty much everybody from the original is in this in a cameo. And I my feeling – and again, I haven't seen it, so I, I can't really talk about it, but – if they if if everybody agreed to come back, it feels to me like they could have just done like a, say, we got Bill Murray in the movie. Why don't they just have him be Peter Venkman? And we got Dan Aykroyd in the movie. Why isn't he just Ray's stance? And you say, I think people would have been more accepting if they said these are the daughters of the original group, and they just have a scene where, hey, Dad, I'm going to restart Ghostbusters. Where and he says, well, here's the keys to the Ecto One. And yeah. they just do that. And well, instead of just sort of saying the first two did not happen, they're gone, and this is a whole new thing. I think it's a whole, you know, just kind of like parallel levels. You know, we've we've all been seeing that a little bit here and there <clears throat> recently. 
<clears throat> so I think that's kind of what it is. It's just a new way to kind of present the Ghostbusters. I like the very, very ending. Gabe, did you say to the very, very, we very did, end? We did. We okay. did. For the, for the <clears throat> When you guys go see this scene? movie, yeah. if you go to the theater, wait to the very, very end. And I'm not saying like halfway through the, the end credits. I mean till it's all done. It's, a, it's like a Marvel movie. <laughs> yeah. They marvel so, Um. I kind of like the take that it didn't have these um, these iconic characters that we've grown to love um, as a major part uh, in the movie. So, you know, we don't long, no longer have Egon. He's gone. You know, we lost him to cancer, what, three years ago now? Mm-hmm. You know, and... Oh, yeah, what did, he, what did he have? I know, Wes Craven had brain cancer. I think so it was Egon, prostate, I, he, maybe? Maybe? It could it be. It just kind of out of nowhere. It's like, oh... We didn't even know he was sick like Wes Craven. He just suddenly was one day they're like, oh, he died. So, uh-huh. and you know, Rachel asked, didn't Ackroyd do a lot of work on bringing it together? I believe so. I believe he's one of the main people of kind of putting this all together. So, you know, I don't know. And, the, and I'm not going to tell you about all the cameos, but just keep looking. Look, some you've got to look kind of deep. And then you'll have, you'll be like, oh, I get that. So I thought that was pretty interesting. And then right after we saw the movie, the next day we went on Netflix and found a documentary on actual people that love the Ghostbusters yeah. so much that they have Ghostbuster sections all over the United States and other countries as well. And, I mean, they are recognized by, like, Dan Aykroyd. Really? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's really mean? awesome. What do you mean they have Ghostbuster sections? Do they actually, they have, like, there's Ghostbuster it? New York, Ghostbuster New Jersey, Ghostbuster oh. Florida, New Hampshire – and they actually have like a an echo one. They have their little jumpsuits. They um and they get together like a lot of them. I think they said they get together just to kind of have the bragging rights. Yeah. But the other ones are actually out helping the community, either doing fundraisers for different charities and and that kind of thing. So that was pretty interesting to see that. that What's that documentary called, Norma? Uh, I saw it in my <laughs> now trending or something. Um, I need to. Because I had a little funny story about that. I thought um, the image had these three guys in Ghostbusters, these three just generic guys in Ghostbuster outfits on the cover, and it, it was called, like, Ghost Something Else. And the logo was not the Ghostbusters. And I thought, is this a new shitty movie from the Asylum, like, <laughs> knocking off Ghostbusters right. like they do? And yeah. I was like, oh, no, no, it's a documentary. But for about about a minute, I thought I was about to look at it like, Oh my fucking lord! <laughs> this is a asylum ripoff because they actually yeah. have the Sinister Squad out now. That's right. I saw on Netflix oh, saw Sinister Squad. Yeah, I kind of want to watch that. Did you watch the trailer? It's like we've pulled together a group of superhumans. <laughs> it's like the same movie but awful. I kind of want to watch it though. Hey, uh, Harold Ramis. Uh, he had died from autoimmune inflammatory vasculitis. Wow! Yeah. Oh, like a Compl- complications of the disease in 2014. Yikes! Wow. It pretty much he lost the ability to walk, and then after relearning to walk, he suffered a relapse. Oh, yeah, that's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Did they dedicate the film to him in any way, or? Oh, they they do something that's kind of cool. Did you pick up on it, Normie? I heard I'm sorry. Can you say it again? Did you pick up on the little nod to him? That yes, they and that's okay. that's the that's one that I was um because I got the little goosebumps and I looked at my husband and he just shakes his head. He's like, "Okay, I saw it." Like he whispers into my ear because I'm like, "That was a cool nod." I thought that was a really cool nod. Is there some? It's something in the background, right? 
Mm-hmm. Or something. Yes. So you, that, yeah. So pay attention. Pay attention. Yeah. That's one of the things you have to pay attention for. Does the uh, state buff marshmallow man come back? Um, <laughs> I know what comes. I, again, I've watched. Uh, I've watched a couple of reviews, and I admit yeah. I just watched spoiler reviews, and I've, I know the whole movie. I, even though I haven't seen it. Um, what about Golzar Sword? The Gozarian does not come back. Oh, Golzar. That's it's right. actually Loki comes floating down. <laughs> Loki. <laughs> it's in the Marvel universe now. And then the receptionist is like, oh, I'm really Thor. <laughs> yeah. yeah, then the reception holds his hand out and suddenly a hammer flies and he's like, ha ha. <laughs> it's called the ghost, ghost cinematics heads. in that movie okay. were pretty fantastic at the end. And even at the beginning, the, the way they did the ghost was really good. Yeah, I, I liked really, it. Yeah, I was really impressed with that. That, 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 the, I don't know, just the way some of the ghosts they had at the beginning and then. It was it was like creepy, but at the same time, like I said earlier, haunted mansion like, um, and it looked really well. You guys will like that part at least. So after all the hoopla, then it actually turned out to be a pretty decent movie. I think it's a pretty decent movie. I, I, I definitely yeah. would. My see wife it. liked it a lot. Yeah. Well, maybe if Ted gets over his moo. Yeah, yeah, you mean <laughs> phobia? All my all my moo phobia. <laughs> Well, I think that's it, guys, unless we had uh, another movie we want to talk about. I saw The Guest last night. It's a pretty decent film. Oh, yeah, because Adam Wingard is doing Blair Witch, and we were like, who the fuck is Adam Wingard? Yeah. And I looked him up, and I'm like, oh, this guy's actually made mo- good movies. Yeah, he, he did Your Next, didn't he? Yeah. And yep. The Guest, which are all – Your Next is a great kind of thriller movie. Norma, Norma, have you – so no secret. You know, you know Eduardo Sanchez. Is he getting anything out of this whole Blair Witch thing? <laughs> I want to say, as far as I know, that they do con- um, consult him on some ideas, and he might give some guidance. Because I remember what's weird that we—I you know, don't know the guy, but you know him. But I remember a zillion years ago that he and uh, Daniel Myrick were on uh, the John Stewart Daily Show, and they said, and "I remember this." It always stuck with me. They said, "John Stewart said, uh, so this whole Blair Witch thing—it's sort of blown up of a." Uh, you guys, are they taking care of you guys? And they both laugh like, yeah, we got a good cut. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, you know, so I always thought, well, he got, he definitely got something, I mean, out of the whole Blair Witch Right. Thing. I mean, he's still, he's still known as, they're still known as the godfathers of the, well, yeah, that maybe the Blair like, Witch. I mean, that's their baby. And, you know, from that, that, they've, they've gained prestige from that and. Yeah, they're that both very talented people. So the, the thing about Blair Witch, if people don't realize it, and it's not even an exaggeration, it literally created viral marketing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, yeah. it, it did. It yeah. was the first movie that ever was like they put like yeah, you know, it's like yeah, it, it created it. You can look it up, and that's very revolutionary. Everybody thought that shit was real. They went to Comic Con and put up like fake missing posters around, and people are like, "What is this shit?" Because yeah, we didn't have the internet as well, as big as it was net then to really yeah. like do research and look right, stuff up. So right. we thought, oh shit, this is crazy. Did you guys hear yeah. about this? Like a found footage film. They're going to put it out at the theaters. And we thought it was what? real. And we're like, yeah. and then with any rational thought, we're like, if this was real, wouldn't it be like in an FBI crime lab? Was it in the theater? <laughs> to do this. Right on. Yeah, I mean, it was ingenious. I thought it was, you know. A really good thing, and you know, I still hear people that kind of poop on it. And I'm like, you just have no idea. Sub you just see, you piece of shit. You just did. <laughs> you didn't get it. You know, it just it was a whole the way they plotted everything around it. And I have to tell you, those last fifteen twenty minutes scared the oh, living yeah. life out of me. I mean, I was scared throughout the movie, but yeah. the last fifteen twenty minutes, I thought I peed myself by the end. I'm like, 
am I, am I, am I dry? Am I dry? Like I was really, really scared. It's funny though, because now if movies do the exact same thing, you're like, eh, whatever. But it's because it was so new. It was so in your head. Yeah, that's it. In your head. That was it. You know, it could be any Joe Schmo of us be out there stuck with a camcorder and recording this, you know? Right. It was very realistically done. Well, too, I, I, I think I've said this many times, but I, one benefit I had with Blair Witch, I remember it came out and people hyped it as the scariest movie ever, and then people were like, that wasn't fucking scary, you know? But I think the hype got him. I had the benefit of, I had heard about the movie, and mm-hmm. I heard it was scary, but nobody, I only knew about it because I was a movie nerd. But the general population had never heard of it, and I won, I won tickets on IGN.com, and I got to see it a month before it came out. Oh, sweet. And and nice. I took my friend Brian, who I actually messaged him the other day, and I, I, just, I just sent him the poster, and I said, it's happening. And he wrote back, oh, my fucking God, are you fucking shitting? Because he didn't know what it was, and he didn't even want to go. And I said, just come. And he was – I mean, he it fucked him up. So, so I mean uh, – yeah, so I had the benefit of, of I wasn't taken by the hype. I got I got to see it, but then everybody else had yeah. hurt so much. So <laughs> that's one of one of the reasons it has a special place for me. I think it's a, yeah. I thought it was badass. And there's a rumor. I read one of the reviews, uh, and I don't know if it's. Tr- I didn't read too much into. It, didn't want to spoil. I heard you actually get to see the witch in the new movie. Oh, Ooh. and I in bloody disgusting said something like, I, I think they somehow. They somehow lived, made it live up to the hype. Like it's fucking horrible. Did I tell you, my friend Sandra is actually in the Blair Witch movie. <laughs> Ed has her in there. Wit- your friend Sandra's a witch. No, she's but she's in the Blair Witch. Oh, she's cool. um. If you see the waitress, she says, you know, and you she just says, "My sister wants to play her high school." That's my friend Sandra. Oh, that's the girl on Facebook you're always talking to. Yep, that's my bestie. Does she kind of look up at the sky when she says it like she's confused? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I remember her. Well, speaking of witches, I did watch the Vivich uh, uh, the other day. You know, the Vivich, for some reason, they spell it with two Vs because it looks <laughs> like a W. Yeah. Very, very atmospheric, very hyped movie. I almost went and saw it in the theater. It was quite interesting, 90 minutes. But my only complaint, as I've said, was... Uh, if, I don't understand how anyone that went to see it in the theater had any clue what was happening. Because uh, I watched the first 30 minutes and I restarted the movie and turned on the subtitles. Because without subtitles, I, I seriously cannot fathom how anybody understood one word anyone said. Yeah, because you're saying it's like old old English, right? Like, yeah, And it's, it's not just that it's old English. No, it's pirates, sorry. The main guy that speaks is the father, and he's like the main dude who you're learning the story from. Yeah. And he talks like, "Oh, the, the, thou, you must go to shadow the woods and you see the body do." <laughs> That's how he sounds. And then you read and you read. It's like you see what he said. Then he's like, "Thou have corrupted the Lord, has brought the witches into the house of thee." <laughs> So wow, that, it's really like that. Well, it's really like that for ninety minutes. That's that's how everyone sounds. It doesn't and sound like a good movie though, because I was asking about it before. It's boring as shit, but it's when it's over, you're like, <laughs> all right, you're like, all right, all right. You know, it, it it it's creepy and it has some fucked up imagery, but it is boring as shit. But it's it's a uh, there's a, a new genre of film that I heard somebody say, and I I thought it was great. It's called the human misery genre, uh. and like the Revenant is part of it, where you just go watch a movie <laughs> and it's, it's two hours of a guy like m- miserable for two hours, and the human mi- 
the Vivich is dead center of the human. This is five, six family members. They are starving. They are in a shitty cabin, yeah. and they spend every waking second of their life terrified that God is going to smite them. Right. And you've never seen a more miserable group of people. Um, All right. And that's yeah. That should, so. that should be your quote on the uh, the poster. You've never <laughs> seen a more miserable group of people. <laughs> they Bricks. are, and I can't Some imagine. Like I'm not a not really. I'm not overly religious, but I'm not not. But people that have taken it to the level these people have, where yeah. everything in the world is like. You're sending his God. He's got his brought curse upon his house. Yeah, yeah. Good Lord. Well, on that uh, high note, I think we should get to the uh, wrap-up show. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good. (laughs) So we'll start with our guest of honor. Gabe, where can people find you? And uh, that's my only question. Yeah, you can find me under Gabriel Olea at the Uncanny Expos Facebook group. Uh, Still going (laughs) strong, even though we don't have our podcast. Um... The under Twitter at Exodus, um, and other than that, that's pretty much. I mean, I've been playing games lately, but mostly uh, non-multiplayer games. So, yeah. um, and I probably won't be playing for the next couple of weeks because I'm too busy selling stuff and buying toys. So, um, <laughs> okay, will be happening. That. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it. Yeah, that's where cool, you can man. find me. Well, thanks again. That was awesome. I- Every year you should come on to your comic Yes, we yeah, love Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. I really uh, – I look forward to this when I can come and uh, recap kind of what – I need somebody to tell it to besides my pictures. So <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah, Last I can't. year I had my podcast to do it, but this year I can't. I was like, I hope they have me on. <laughs> I hope that podcast oh. comes back because uh, I know you love doing that. Oh, yeah, it will. I can't it wait will. next year when Gabe tells us about how he uh, – he went in the bathroom and used the same stall that Tom Payne had just used, and he got to smell Jesus's essence. Be <laughs> some story like that. I don't know. Oh, I'm yeah. sure that'll happen. Ted, where can people find you, brother? Uh, Ted, I can on everything. T e d a k i n. And I was supposed to be. Uh, I said last week I would not be here this week because I was going to be in Florida. That uh, that fucking fuck fucking bullshit. So I'm not, I didn't go to Florida because I went to the I went to the airport and I got to the airport. 50 minutes for the flight and I've flown a thousand times and I went up to the counter I'm like brace well and they go we already closed the door to your plane sir yeah. and I said it's 11:10. the flight doesn't leave till 12 he's like we already closed the door sir you were supposed to be and I was like that's never <laughs> happened ever what that's are you fucking crazy. talking about yeah and then I said what other flight do you have and he said well we got one flight in nine hours that is a layover in Fort Lauderdale for eight hours and I and I called my mom and she's like don't even fucking worry about it fuck it and I was like okay yeah, when you posted you were leaving, I thought, oh, shit, Con- uh, Ted's going to Comic-Con, but he didn't say anything. Um, but then I guess you weren't. So. It made nice. no sense. I, they, they gave me oh, a refund. I, I, I called the time. I don't know how that was up. But anyway, Ted had and everything. Norma, what's going on? Who's cleaning the kitchen right now? Norma. Um, no, that's, that's Sean not listening to my advice. He's dragging himself over there somewhere. Okay. Guys, I made it to the show. I'm here. I'm here, guys. See y'all rip. Drag little dead. legs behind the universe. Clunk, clunk, clunk. We clunk, 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 clunk. Get well, Sean, buddy. We love yes, we get love well. You. Norma, where can people you find you? You can find me yeah. on Twitter under Normie477. You can find me on all games on Thursday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with Knuckleballer Radio. And come find me on Facebook under Normie Late. Plus, if you're going to be gaming on Xbox Live, you could have found me on Normie Bug, but 
I think my Xbox is dying. So right now I might be Xboxless. What's up with everybody's Xbox? Is this is this Microsoft sent out a virus over Xbox Live to make Xbox everyone's slip. Xbox die? Yeah. I don't know what's going on. It, like yesterday, it kept like we were playing, and yesterday, chill. I'm on Snapshot. Find me under Normie four seventy seven. <laughs> Sorry, you. Um, it kept stopping like in the middle of a game or watching something. So we thought maybe it was overheating for the heat, <clears throat> but today it just stopped playing randomly. Uh. So I think it may be dead. I'm glad that you know the deals are for 2.99 recently. They have two. The, the, the regular yes. Xbox is 2.49 now. You can get like Ask Sub Z and his his uh his weird roll of decks of deals he has in his brain, and they will uh you can get you can get like a new one with a fifty dollar gift card and a free game for 2.49 now. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Normie, just wait for the big uh, Gears S one that's coming out. I saw it in person and it is beautiful. Gabe, what was more beautiful, the Gears of War Xbox or Galaxy <laughs> Devil? Dude, you really have to ask. Come on. <laughs> Xbox Gears one. of War. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, you can find me, Matt McFly, on Twitter, um, uh, Video Game Outsiders, Tuesday nights on the Riotcast Network, and No Sleep Podcast. And this has been a good show. We, we definitely miss the presence of Sean. I miss talking about Canada a little bit. Aww. I know, so we'll have to do that again. I wanted to send you, Matt. I forgot actually, because I was I was about to send it, and I went to Facebook and I saw, oh, Sean's in the hospital. Is it's not the time? So I just <laughs> I, there was an old comedy routine of Jim Carrey talking about people making fun of him because he's Canadian. <laughs> and I remember I actually I don't know why I was just sitting there and I remembered seeing it as a kid, thinking it was funny, and I looked it up to send to you, and it's basically him saying every time I tell anyone I'm from Canada, they go. Canada must have been cold, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, he started just finally acting like, yes, Canada, <laughs> it was a harsh wasteland. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. With my Inuktuk. Yeah, and he's like, me and my Eskimo friend, Nanook. <laughs> well, guys, I think we learned a lot. I think I we loved a lot. I think. Yes. Yeah, one day I'd like to see you guys at Comic-Con. Well, at least one of you guys. I've seen Ted already, but maybe one of the other <laughs> yeah. three. Somebody, come on. Man, we need to uh, do this. I've got a new uh, life I'm going to be responsible yeah, for. Yeah, you're pretty month. much shot, man. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe my boys, 20, are, my boys are growing older, and they're pretty easy to manage. You're just beginning, dude. So. Yeah, so I'll uh, you know, FaceTime you next time you go there. I'll go into one of those like, little robots with a face on it, and I'll just follow you down the aisles. Matt, well, what are you more ask, excited just about? Just tell Mary Ann you're doing work down there and you just got to go for the weekend. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah. <laughs> What's that, Ted? What are you more excited about, new baby or new computer? You can be honest. <laughs> oh, I, I can't say that on the air. I'm going to love my new computer. <laughs> Matt's going to be up at 2 in the morning, like, rocking the baby with one hand and, like, playing Overwatch. Like, playing Ted, Overwatch. Ted, get over here, Ted. I need you, right? I need you to get your Reinhardt shield up in front of me. Fucking, fucking shoot this thing! Go, 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 go! You assholes, go! You know, whatever computer you get, man, it's still going to be twenty years too old and not enough power. I, for those mother, you're going to hear that for like three months. <laughs> you know what? And I'll talk about more few outsiders. But I, I resign myself to the fact that whatever I decide is my build, someone's going to have like some snobby, oh yeah, reason why it's stupid. So I'm just going to be like, I'm just going to get what I'm going to get. I, I don't want. I don't need. Three thousand dollar beast machine yeah. because oh, real- good for you, dude. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> seriously, because <laughs> it's just it's too overwhelming. And I, realistically, 
the games like I was trying to think if if I got this computer tomorrow, what am I going to go out and get immediately? Mm-hmm. And I can't think of anything right now. I don't know, man. I think Inside needs one of those 1080s. Well, Inside for sure. I, for real though, I want to play Inside really bad. And Mass Effect when it comes out. You should out. beat it before John does. I bet you do. Yeah, well, he's probably moved on. Anyways, he's been in China all week anyways. So. Oh, wow. All right, guys. Thank you so much, Gabe. That was awesome. Thanks uh, for having me again. Fantastic. I really uh, had a good time. Thanks, guys. Totally. Thank you, Gabe. Uh, Norma, give us a, um, give us a uh, um, uh, Gal Gadot goodbye. <laughs> I have killed things <laughs> from other Gal I don't know what the hell a Gagoto is. I Someone needs to, to put that Wonder Woman outro. <laughs> in, in <the laughs> there you go. Sh- uh, Matt, watch that trailer. I want to hear your thoughts. I'm going to watch it right now, actually. Norma Gagoto sounds like she sounds like uh, I am Wonder Woman. How, she she sounds like like Hans and Franz. Like hello, Batman. It is me, oh. Wonder Woman. <laughs> like Ivana Hampelat. Ivana Hampelat from Spain. Yes. Okay, give us a Ivana Hampelat. Uh, goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. I hope Wonder Woman spins around to turn into Wonder Woman like in the old show. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.